Hello and welcome back to the Nothing To Boo With You podcast with me, your host, Cloda. As always, guys, you know this is a space that gives whispers a voice, mentions the unmentionable and brings all those awkward little things inwards, outwards. How are you all doing? I hope this week has been good to you and yours wherever you are. And if it's not, that's okay. As I always say, waves come and go, guys. The up, the down, the in-between, nothing lasts forever. So even if this has been a shit week for you, don't worry. Next week's going to be better. Uh, It's episode 14. Who would have thought it? Back in January when I started, I thought I might get one episode in, but here I am on my second last episode of this, the first series. I'm actually so excited that I actually get to do, or I'm definitely doing a second series. Um, Thanks to all of you guys. And because of your amazing comments, your love for the show, your love for the topics and for being so interactive, because this is what it's all about. You guys know at this stage, this is um, as much a journey for me as it is for any of the guests I have on. And it has been therapy for me to do this and has opened my eyes and my mind and my heart to a lot more things that I would have been quite ignorant to um, probably, probably before this show. So I am so delighted and so thankful for the podcast. But again... It wouldn't be going if I didn't have at least one listener, but I actually do. I have more than one listener. So I'm going to just quickly go through last week's episode, the controversial one. And do you know what, guys? I'm going to be honest. I actually cringed a little bit after last week's episode. I felt... A couple of my friends sent me videos that they were listening to it on their radio, and I cringed a bit because I was like, oh, shit, don't tell me now your parents are near or fucking... You know, someone who's prim and proper is near. And it was the first time I felt a little bit awkward of all the episodes I did. But look, the clue is in the name of this podcast. It's called Nothing Taboo With You. And a dick pic is fucking taboo. So it is what it is. Interestingly enough, I have not gotten one pic since. (laughs) So I obviously scared off the, you know... The masses that were coming my way and I've had not one ad random ad from a fellow on snapchat I'm broken hearted like you know I suppose I'll have to stick with my husband now I suppose and just like that snapchat dick pic dream is over but look I uh, look it was a little bit controversial I know but I it was what it was which was light-hearted and a funny take and a funny look on how some gentlemen deem it appropriate to start a possible relationship by sending a picture of his Sean Thomas. But anyway, c'est la vie. So this week, for any of you that have been on the Nothing To Be With You podcast socials or on my own social media, you will see that I have a very important guest coming on tonight. I guess I'm so honoured to have on. And we were talking actually during the week and I had wanted to ask him, but I felt, oh, you know, maybe it's not right or it's too soon and I wasn't really sure. And it turns out he had kind of hoped I'd ask him. So we were both actually... 
doing the telepathy thing, obviously, and we didn't realise it until, like, me being the usual old arse, I chanced my arm and said, hey, Dave, want to come on a show? <laughs> anyway, so listen, anyone who didn't get to look on my socials will see I'm being joined this evening by Dave McLaughlin. Dave and his wife, Michelle, wonderful friends of me and my husband for many years. Um, when I started knocking around here, Michelle was my first female friend and welcomed me with open arms because I was the outsider coming down to West Tip from North Tip. And like, you know, it can get very like East Coast, West Coast like. So I was the new kid on the block and, you know, some girls were like, who's this bitch coming down trying to take one of our West men? But Michelle, in her beautiful soul and her beautiful way, just took to me instantly as I did to her. And she was just an absolute light. Sadly, Michelle did pass away earlier this year from cancer um, on the 25th of March and left a hole in the lives of everyone who knew her. Um, Michelle and Dave got married a few days before she passed away. And Michelle was a super, super proud mum to her two boys, um, Killian and Oshin, who are 13 and 18 months old now. So Dave was a little bit nervous coming on and I appreciate he's probably going to take a minute or two to get um, settled in, which is totally normal. But then he realised, oh shit, I am actually just sitting chatting with clothes, so it's fine, it's grand. The only thing is we can't smoke, we can't sit here and have a fag or like chill, but sure, other than that, we're drinking ginger ale. It might be gin and juice, but we're drinking ginger ale, all right? We're cool. So... Dave, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. I am beyond honoured to have you on. I wish I had like it, like when you asked me. I mean, I'm quite happy to talk about Michelle. I mean, if I yeah. I can't shut fuck up talking about Michelle. <laughs> Most sentences uh, actually, I I come out my mouth since usually start with me and Michelle or you know yeah. like, I know you're one from uh, you know like uh, this one time at band camp from American Pie <laughs> I like this one time me and Michelle <laughs> I love that you know, so uh, no I'm, I'm more than happy to talk about her thanks so much for having me on to talk about her so well you know. I thankfully was one of the fortunate people to have known her yeah. so to know to know Michelle was to love her oh jeez so to be married to her yeah. and to be the father to her children I mean jeez nearly two decades in each other's life and I don't think ever heard anybody call her a cunt once do you yeah. know so, that says a lot because yeah. that, like I'm sound but there's a lot of people out oh, there oh yeah like oh me. no Michelle's like on a Michelle's like on a whole other no like, you couldn't you say know? about like yeah. there, you know, she should almost be canonised. Yeah, you know? there is this level of people out there. And uh, if Michelle was sitting here with us right now, I'd be saying, in fact, I actually fucking think I did say this to her before. There's this level of people, right? There's the real mean fuckers in the yeah. world, right? The horrible bastards that we shit. don't want yeah. to be around. Yeah, pieces of shit. Yeah, yeah. Then there's the... the okay, they're, they're trying to be good, but there's still a bit of mean yeah, in them. Yeah, yeah. Then there's where I like to think I am. I'm... I'm like, you know, doing my best, putting out good things, mm. you know, and I believe what you put out comes back, but I slip up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot. Oh, yeah. Oh, a fucking yeah. lot. Yeah, meet your twin, yeah. But then above that is these people that just have this way about them. Yeah. 
that even if they were thinking they were fucking up, they're actually not. Yeah, no, that's it. And she is definitely one of those. And and they're usually the kind of people that like, like there's no airs and graces about them. There's no pretension, you know. They're they're usually like, they're they're probably like some of the most self-deprecating people you'll meet. Like, you know what I mean? They think, oh, I'm this, I I don't do this, I don't do that. Like, Michelle never ever ever truly realize how important she was to so many people oh like, it's and the legacy she has very left. few times the amount of people that were like genuinely so caught up like even like you said the night of her, her wake like you know like if you've ever been to a wake before like mm-hmm. it generally ebbs and flows you know yeah. you have a heap of people in at some point yeah. and then it'll kind of you know it'll kind of die down a bit and you you know, go outside for a cheeky fag or whatever yeah but like Concentrating people, concentrating yeah, people, concentrating people, it and was. even even when we went to the church afterwards, like normally, you know, because normally people are like, look, I'll go to the wake, I'll go to the mass tomorrow, you know, yeah. I'll go to the church. Yeah, because people work or whatever. I turned around yeah. and looked over my shoulder at one point, and I saw the amount of people, and I was like, holy shit! I've I very very few times have I ever gone to a funeral before. And How did that feel? People, it's weird, big, big bittersweet. Like on one yeah. hand, I rather be anywhere else. I know. Then where I am right here, but at the same time, the pride. Ah, uh, it was just. I it brought me to tears. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It really did. Like you know, and like when you're out awake and stuff, like you know, it it can get awkward, and you know, but like I, the amount of people that come up. I mean, the amount of people that Michelle was like close to. Uh, I didn't even know. Go away. You know, there were some people coming up going, "Oh God, I love me Michelle. She's this. She. I remember we used to say this. We used to say this. I was like, yeah. I didn't even know you knew each other." Yeah, isn't that amazing? Do you know, and like the one thing, the one recurrent thing I keep hearing from people is I keep picking up my phone expecting a text message or a phone call. Mm-hmm. And like I used to always be given out about like giving out because I thought she was just scrolling Facebook, do you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We watch a movie and like, would you put down your phone? Yeah. Put it down. I'd be like, uh, you know, hi, hi Michelle's phone. Can, can I talk to my missus here for a few <laughs> minutes? You know, if it's yeah. okay, Michelle's phone. Yeah. But she was constantly in contact with people. People, yeah. And, you know, yeah. like I. I, I don't know if I should mention names of friends and stuff because I'm terrified that I leave people out. But no, like if, if I'm if, but like if, if I'm you're talking, left out, by you know you're not yeah, fucking left but, out on purpose. But, but no. you know, like like, like it just I look they know who they are. And, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But like there's like friends of ours that Michelle would talk to them like ten or twenty times, but but before two or three o'clock in the day. Wow. Like I used to say to wow. her, I was saying to people afterwards, I was like. How did she ever have time for me? I was just gonna say, never mind, you know, and run a household, and all the girls, you know. All That's what you call multitasking. Yeah, she, she was she was unreasonable. Like, do you yeah. know what I mean? She's able to keep the house going. Uh, you know, like look after the family. You know, cook some serious dinners. Yeah. And all the while she was like texting this person, ringing this person, yeah. and then she was a the kind of person. Then if she didn't hear from someone in two or three days, then she started getting kind of panicky because worrying be like, about them. Kind of almost worrying like shit. Did I do something? Ah, uh, stop. Do you know because well, she was well, just she's the most inoffensive person I know, you could well, meet. It's just she was just so mad about all the people yeah. in her life. She was just worried. Shit, did I did I do something to someone? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Every memory I have, and especially when we were in our early twenties, because mm. we'd be out more. Oh, yeah, sure. that's all for kids and all that. Every single memory, every picture, every everything yeah. I have with her is just smiles and and like she'd be telling me things yeah. like, "Oh, you're so lovely, Claudia. You're so gorgeous." I'm like, "Are you? F- yeah. Hello. No, but that, that's, Look at yeah. you. I know. Like, like you know. know. And she had like she had the most. And this is like another thing. Like she never. You know, I look. I know we're all our our own 
harsh critics. Do you know what I mean? Sure. And like you know, you might look at yourself and go, oh, I suppose it look okay, but Michelle. Michelle was never like, no, she'd do herself up. She's like, geez, I look well. But yeah. like, I used to tell her, like, every day, I'm like, you are literally the most beautiful person I've ever met in my life. Do you oh, know geez. what I mean? And like, I did. Connor um, Ryan, did you hear that? <coughs> Sorry, you know, one day if you had to laugh. Um, do you know, like, when she'd be putting on makeup, I'm like, you literally put something on your eyes or something on your lips and you're, you're done. You're she, perfect. She never needed the full on bronzer or whatever. I love you know? that you said that. But I did, and I used to tell her all the time, I was like, you don't need makeup. And she'd be like, she didn't actually. You know, she'd, no, or she'd wake she up didn't. in the morning, you know, your hair's everywhere, your, yeah. your PJs, and you know, I call it the Father Jack look. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? And I'd be yeah. saying to her, I'd be like, Michelle, you are just as beautiful now as you would be if we were going out for a night. But yeah. she never truly kind of saw Except herself. That, yeah. Do you know? Yeah. And like, there's so many things about her I've been thinking since I was like she never really truly realised like how loved she was by so many people do you know that's because of her natural humility yeah no definitely she she's never like I know there's times in my life where I've been like I'm the dog's bollocks not many but so yeah, yeah. Michelle was never like that though. and I know? couldn't picture her like that no no I couldn't picture her like that do you know she and um, so right obviously I we know each other but you're, I want my listeners to get to know Dave and I want my listeners to get to know Michelle. So I'm going to be a little <coughs> bit nosy now and I'm going to get you to tell us a little bit about your your love stories, the story of Dave and Michelle. Like, How old were you when you got together? Uh, Michelle was 16 and I was 17. <gasps> you were babies. Oh, we were, yeah. And I look back at pictures now and I was like, we really were babies. Like, literally, like that's oh, puppy love. Like, yeah, that's do you know, shit. Yeah, the first time I met her, uh, I was actually, it was before we got together. I was still in school at the time. I said, my long hair and rock and roll goth look. And, uh, oh, yeah. By know, the way, guys, yeah, Dave, yeah. the first time I met him, had this really, like, long hair, goth, cool dude looking yeah. thing. And when he did cut his hair and I saw Connor talking to him, I was like, who are you talking to? And he's like, that's Dave. I was like, Dave who? <laughs> After we'd been out with you a hundred million times, I know, sorry, yeah. I had to just get no, that in because that was course, so funny. Course. So when you first met her, you yeah. had the long hair too. I had, yeah, I was actually, I was staying at um, Joe's house one night and uh, I was, yeah, but Joe's both at uh, Brian's house. And I was, you know, I was walking up to the road to meet him and all I hear is, uh, sorry, and I turn around and there's this, you know, little whippet of a young one uh, and her friend standing <laughs> by the phone box and Kappa. Yeah. And she's like, sorry, any chance I can use your phone? I was like, yeah, cool, no problem. So I had her my phone, she made a phone call. Then she to smoke off me. I was like, yeah, grand, no bother. Chatted away for a while. And I was like, right, uh, look, I, I, I'm in a hurry there to meet my friends. I'll talk to you later. Yeah. And Michelle was like, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. And anyway, where are you from? Blah, 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 <laughs> blah. And I was like, yeah, go away. Kept chatting away. And I must have tried to get away from her about three or four times. Like, in, like this is the first time I ever met. Like, in my head, I was like, is she ever going to shut the fuck up? You know, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She was, she, she, you so know, yourself, Michelle was so yeah, young. So much, oh yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, and she eventually, Joe actually came down the road with, in his dad's car with him. He was like, man, you're sitting <laughs> in my house, man? man. I was like, Dad, <laughs> I really have to go here, do you know? And um, they were like, you know, into me. Yeah, and they were like, oh, look, look we'll, you know, we'll, we'll see you again. And um, that was it. That was, that was that was kind of when the spark was lit, right. you know what I mean? Okay. And I kind of, you know, I remember driving past and I'm looking at her and I was like, She's a bar, isn't she? And she's sound. And um, do you know, and then kind of, I saw her around warmer after that. Do you know, I saw her teenage disco. So I, 
tried to pluck up the courage of over and talk to her, and then she turned around, and you know, my, my balls got back up into my stomach, really? and I, oh yeah, I was in, <laughs> oh, you know, so I, there's a few I, failed attempts. Oh, I, I turned oh, turn at a right angle and walked the opposite direction, I pretended okay. I didn't see her, and then I got, uh, my friend Nikki, I was like, hey, see her tonight, you go over, and because remember, Tia, you just my friend. tap on the shoulder, we meet my friend over, <laughs> you know, and then, that was universal. Oh, yeah, you know, and, um, but then it kind of, uh, Turns out her friend uh, Trisha and Joe uh, had known each other for years, you know, and we were over at the venue one night and um, mm. Dutch Courage, you know, a bit of a bitty big balls about me and I was yeah. like, hey Trisha, tell that Michelle Crow one, I'll have my 18 soon if she wants to come. <laughs> and Trisha was um, <laughs> oh, I, I tell you, I, I'd love to go back and see it again because I'd say it looked as pathetic as it sounded. No. But Trisha turned around, she was like, uh, she was actually, actually Michelle likes you and I was just, heep. You know, I was like, there's all my confidence Mr. is gone. Mr. is gone now. And I was yeah. like, oh, oh, really? So, <laughs> do you know, I remember um, probably a week or two later, I think we were hanging out at my house and Joe was like, uh, hey, you're going to meet that Michelle Crow in Dundrum on such and such a day. Do you know oh, what I mean? So, oh, yeah. So, the day came, uh, I put on my best t-shirt, my best jeans, you know, I was stinking of, I think it was jupe aftershave or something. Oh, jupe, uh, yeah. Got dropped off in Dundrum, and like I remember, I was like, "Right, be a man, Lachlan, be a man." So we were walking down the road anyway, and straight out, like, oh, put out the hand and held her by the hand. Uh, Do you know? The first time. Yeah, I wanted to vomit. Okay. Ah, joke. <laughs> Do you know? I was, I, I was like, right, I this, wanted to vomit. It was, was so romantic. Do you know? I, to I was like, this is either gonna go really, really well, or I'm gonna look like a dick. You know? Nice. And it was just one of those kind of leap of faith kind of moments. Yeah. You know? Maybe not as big as that, but yeah. John, at the but time. But for a teenage boy, that was like, big yeah. And I was like, I was a goth kid in rural Ireland. I didn't exactly have a hell of a lot of experience either. You, you yeah, know? Yeah. And yeah. no, she held on back and leaned in a bit closer. Do you know we? Hung out for today, got the shift. Yeah. Do you know? Um, and she, yeah, we just started meeting up more. Well, look, you know, when you, you first get with someone, you're like meeting up with each other as much as you can. Yeah, you know? it's a pure novelty shirt. Oh, no, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like having a new tie for us. Lad, sorry, I'm going to meet the girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, talk yeah, to you later. Yeah, yeah you'd be like, talk to you later. Like, and then you'd be like, gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it, though. Yeah, you're like, I'm going to see a girl. And yeah. you're like, we have girlfriends. <laughs> we don't care. And I'm like, see you later, losers. Yeah, yeah, do you know? exactly. But, um, yeah, and do you know, I, do you know, it's gas. I actually still, because when you try to think back to guys like early days, um, yeah. it, it kind of gets to be a bit of a fog, you know. And well, you were together, what, 18, 18 years? years. Yeah, I mean, do you know, so, you're pushing on like yeah, that. Yeah. That was a long do you know, time. But um, I still, to this day, though, remember the exact spot where I asked her to be my girlfriend. Go away. Yeah, and it was where the sawmills was in Dundrum. Now it's just a fence there now, but you used to have all these like you know, trees and bushes and stuff. We just go in yeah. and hang out, small fags, you know, yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. with the shift as you do, you know. Yeah. And then I actually remember I was like, so do you know where? You know, we're shifting a while now. She's like, yeah. I'm like, I'm gonna be my girlfriend. She's like, Aww. yeah, go on, sure, why not? Do you know, to be a bit of crack, I you suppose. Remember that so well. Do you know? And then sure after that, then we were welded to each other. You were inseparable. Do you know? And like that was a big thing for like uh, at that age to be asked out for, to to go official. Oh yeah, that yeah. was a big thing. Definitely, and like I had very little experience with women. You know yeah. what I mean? So I was like, fucking, you were really taking like, it, the like in my head. I'm probably like thinking, you know, hey, would you like to be my girlfriend? Might be a bit of fun, but in reality, I was probably like, ha, I know, ha, I you know that course, kind of way. Yeah. But no, but to be fair, I mean. Like it's gas when you think like we were so young and immature back then, you know. And um, and again, 
like I remember like meeting her family for the first time and her family they were just so welcoming from day one uh-huh. you know what I mean her, her mom and her dad her dad in particular like you know yeah. like they used to yeah, there was a time where I wasn't exactly the best with handling my drinks so sometimes I'd go squish her father never got mad with me that happened like Michelle, again Michelle, like, I mean, her, her brother Darren like he's like I gen- like, genuinely would class him as like one of my best friends do you uh-huh. know what I mean and from That's a sad. very short time after meeting him like do you know that what I mean that was that like when it's you when you get a, a girlfriend or mm-hmm. a boyfriend or whatever and you click and it's amazing and it's yeah. fantastic that's amazing but when you form a bond with their family oh yeah that's on another level oh yeah i mean the lads used to joke about like her father but like you know it's almost like you know, he wishes you was like he, you know i was like the, the son he never had yeah <laughs> and then i was like i'm here i was like Hello, i'm like look you know what i mean yeah because yeah. genuinely like we used to joke that, like i could probably set their house on fire and their father would probably be like oh dave do you know that kind of <laughs> oh way? dave yeah, fast you know? again I mean, oh, yeah, and sure, I remember like uh, even when I introduced her to, to my parents as well, do you know, and especially yeah. what my mum taught of her. Like, I'll admit, yeah. I was a mammy's boy, do you know, yeah. not, not in a Norman Bates, Type. you know, creepy mammy's boy, but just my mammy. Yeah, mammy yeah. loved me too, and I was the youngest as well, so do you know. Yeah, and I think that's pretty typical yeah. of a, a, an Irish man. Uh, yeah, Irish man, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah do you know your what? And, um, but I remember like after like the first time we met her, and uh, you know, I was like, hi, this is Michelle, you know, quick, blah, 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 blah. And Michelle was like, I'm going to go back out to Leds, you know. And was I was Michelle like, nervous in your mind. Oh, shit. Yeah. Absolutely shit. There's something about the Irish mommy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It can be intimidating as well. It's fucking yeah, you know? intimidating. And, um, yeah. I remember sticking my head in the door before I left. I was like, you know, it's kind of, what do you think? And uh, <laughs> my father, <laughs> like, of yeah, the, like, my father being my father, he was like, uh, oh, she's lovely. Where did she get her clothes out? It's like from Barbie dolls and Smiths. You know, so uh, yeah, and I was like, right, if he's making fun of you, it That's means he saying. likes you, you know. Yeah. And then, um, man just gave a smile and a thumbs up and said, She's lovely, uh, do you know. Yeah. And I mean, from that day, like, man fell in love. Like, Michelle was yeah. like, She was like the daughter, one of the daughters, uh, man never had, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, and like, my sister and I know be the very same. She loved, Go away. yeah, she loved the bones of the two of them, yeah. do you know. So, and that means so much, it does, it really, really does. So, you literally. He grew up together. We did. We he, really he did. Went, he went from teenage times into early adulthood. 20s, yeah. You know, 24, yeah. 25. You think you know it all. That's when I started the background. Yeah. That's when I met you guys. And we were all out, like, living for the weekend. But sure, and... that was it. But sure, <laughs> me. Like, you know, you go to work on a Monday. You, you, you know. You, I, to be fair, you didn't even die back then. You didn't get a hangover. No, you'd get up and you'd climb. No. The galties on like, the Sunday. If you think about the weekend, you used to start on a Thursday. Oh, go for a few sure. pints on a Thursday. Yeah. You go on the rip of Friday, rip the really Saturday, rip it Saturday, go pure, pure Sunday, Sunday and then go into work with a hop Monday. skip and I jump on a Monday. Yeah. Like if I drink three or four cans now, hour sleep. Yeah, if I, if I was to drink three or four cans now, I'd wake up in the morning and I feel like I got hit by a car. Like, do you know? I am an accidental pioneer. Like COVID hit. I, I had my first alcoholic drink in well over 16, 17 months last Sunday. Mm. And it was an espresso martini, mm. and it took me about three hours to drink it. Yeah, I see. I'm I'm gonna say, oh, I suppose when Michelle got sick, I yeah. just I had to hit her on the head. Yeah. You know, I yeah. got used to the sober. I kind of like the sober life, though. I love it. Yeah, I love the sober life because I've discovered I'm fucking way more fun sober. Yeah, see, I don't. I I always thought I always had this pers- this picture in my head that. 
I had to be drunk to dance. I had to be mm. drunk to be chatting. Yeah, I had yeah. to be drunk to be funny. I had to be drunk to mingle. Yeah. Whereas I've done uh, two, three weddings now sober. Yeah. I've been out got a, a lot of times sober. And I'm the last leaving the pub nearly. Yeah, see, I, I couldn't do that. I, I, I you it. think you can't, though, no, Dave, because I would have no, said I that. No, I've tried it before. I fucking hate being around drunk people. Now, so now I will agree with you there. You, there is, yeah. If you get stuck with the one, yeah. that one fucking annoying person, like, who I, I was on plenty of occasions myself, oh, so same. I, I don't feel like I can judge. Oh, come here, I know, hard yeah, I know just it. how obnoxious I can be yeah. when I'm drinking. Yeah. Like, you know, but like I did... Um, I did designate a driver one night for Michelle's uncle's 40th and yeah. I swore never again. Yeah, now that like, it is hard yeah. when I designate a driver. I was like, driver, I yeah. hate drunk people, I hate yeah. drunk people. I'm so fucking jealous of you right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? I agree so, with you there, I do. Yeah. So life, anyway, you, uh, we came to the 20s <coughs> and you guys moved in together. Yeah, well, say even before all that, I mean, like... Um, like I have to mention, you know, true Michelle, uh, her cousin Amy came into our lives. Okay. Do you know, and Amy, like you've you've definitely met Amy. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and she's like Amy and Michelle were more like sisters, sisters. than they were, you know, cousins. cousins. I mean, I mean, Amy was like the little sister. I mean, she is like the little sister I never had. Yeah. Do you know, like yeah. and her fellow Sean as well. I mean, as soon as he came on the scene, everybody welcomed him with open arms because mm-hmm. he is he's lovely, he's such a nice guy. Do you right. know? Yeah. And then I mean, true, like Amy and Michelle then. Lauren started coming up to the cap on off. Yes. You know, yes. I'm sure, like Lauren and Craig just had a beautiful baby recently as well. Oh, you know, so, I you know, but it's just nice yeah. when you meet someone. Yeah. It just opens up this whole to a new other circle. Branch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it you know? does. Yeah. And like just so many friends we have, like you know, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. It really is. Like I am. I'm. Especially now, I can only imagine. Uh, it, it's just, it's mad because, like, me and Michelle used to say, like, as we got older, should you your, your group of friends get smaller? And then I saw, like, I suppose, like, we, you know, just the last couple of years, we probably only ever see each other, like, for a funeral or something like yeah, that. Yeah, you know that's the I mean? way life goes. But, like, when I saw everybody together at Michelle's, I was like, we have a fucking lot of friends. Yeah, and awesome friends. Yeah. Yeah, know. and it is true, and it is sad that we let life get in the way. But that yeah, just, it, just it's, it's just part it's part of being life. an adult. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, we basically become our parents. We can't do that Thursday yeah. to Sunday thing. We can't. There's bills to be paid. There's, you know, no, we, we're it, trying yeah. to build a life with our partner. Yeah. So in order to do that, we need to make money. Yeah. And we're getting and over, so we're not able to handle these things. And then when you know you are burnt out from fucking having to be an adult, unfortunately, you as much as you'd love to go and see people. You're All you want to do is chill on the phone. Just relax. I know you're like fucking you know, half nine, man. Yeah, no, that's it. Like, because if you able, when you come home from work, you know, you get your shower, you get your dinner. Realistically, you've like three hours before you, before you have to go to bed. Yeah, and you're nearly counting down. Yeah. Three hours. Before, that's it. Like, you know. Uh, is it? A, is it acceptable yet to get into the pajamas? And that's just adulthood. That oh is. no, that's it. Yeah, you know. So you guys, Killian came along. Yeah. When you well, were help, so talk to well, talk actually to me about Killian. Heartbreak is up actually started before Michelle had actually been pregnant before Killian, believe it or not. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um yeah, we was we weren't together a very long time and I suppose look, just accidents happened. God forgive me for saying it. Um uh, no, but she did. She had a miscarriage. Um I see we were both about eighteen at the time. Okay, so you were think. Young. Yeah, like she didn't even know she was pregnant. I was so actually about to ask that we'd gone to a, a Debs with um what's it called? Uh Friends Bars. It was their Debs and we went. Yeah. And I remember like coming home, she, I was like, you know, okay, let's go party and afterwards and she was like, I don't feel well. Okay. 
went to the doctor and we found out she was pregnant and we were like, okay, well, we're young, but, you know, fucking in for a penny, in for a pound, just okay, nothing so we can do. She, so she found out she was pregnant. Yeah, so, okay. you know, we were like, well, there's nothing we can do about it now, but kind of, I just before the 12 week mark, then she had a miscarriage. Oh no, Dave, I never knew yeah. that. Yeah, no, it's, I, it's not something you really kind of bring up in no, the conversation. It, it's not. You know, it's and not. you kind of have to wait for the... Like the subject I, yeah, it's, it's not because it's a private thing. It's just because you don't want to make somebody else feel awkward. Because unfortunately, some you know, some people are well able to talk about it. I'm yeah. kind of yourself a bit of an open book. Yeah. Ask me anything, I'll give you an answer. You and I are similar. Yeah, like and that, unfortunately, yeah. some people, you know, kind of don't really know how to talk, and that's okay too. You know, everybody's different. You know, hundred percent. I walk my path. You. Walk yeah, because uh, for yeah. like a lot of times, the reason people feel awkward about it is because they don't know what to say to you or they don't want to go blah 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 yeah or I they're not just of your reaction yeah I, you know or you know because i'm i'm guilty of it myself I, oh, yeah, 100%. You know. nine times out of ten it's actually your uh, when i started this podcast with the nothing to do with you that was the thing i realized it was like these types of conversations like a miscarriage or something like that or when somebody loses someone and it's yeah. your first time bumping into them after the funeral you know yeah. how are you you're asking that, but you're actually fucking terrified of the oh, answer because yeah. you have to react. Yeah, and because you're like, oh, blah, 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 blah. And yeah. you're like, I'm yeah. just going to go stand in the corner. Now. Yeah. Yeah, I 100%. know. 100%. And, and we're yeah. all guilty of yeah, that because yeah. we're human. Do you know? And like, you and I are both quite open people. And that's why I wanted to explore that more mm. and have, like, let's talk about these. Like, I mean, you're not going to be in a position every week where you can sit down and have a full on yeah. fucking conversation about Michelle and your full story yeah, I, how you met the shit you went through I'll be honest I, I actually no. love when I run into other adults nowadays yeah, yeah. do you know I kind of sometimes worry that I actually am I, am I talking too much even <laughs> uh, when she ended up in There's in, no in the hospice that. in Milford towards the end I actually said to nurses I was like I'm really sorry if I'm burning the fucking ears off you when you come yeah, in but yeah. because it's just like Michelle was the talker. She was. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and you myself and Michelle. I would have considered you quiet then. Yeah. And sure. myself and Michelle had not a habit of like talking over each other. Do you know? And you uh-huh. used to annoy some people. Do you know? Yeah. Um. But being in a room with Michelle there and it being quiet is just it, it just didn't feel felt right. so wrong. I can imagine that. So when someone comes in, I'm like, blah 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 blah. Yeah, you know, just yeah, word bomb it, word bomb it, word bomb it. Yeah. Do you know? And that was yeah. it. Like I was terrified. I was shitting it. You know and. You know, there's someone in there, and I'm like, "Oh, human being, to take yeah. your mind off it for yeah. ten yeah. seconds." Let's you know, see what normal feels like. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Do you know, it's you're very fucking far from it at that time. So what is in your? You you hadn't planned this pregnancy, but unfortunately, it didn't. It, yeah. You lost the baby. Like that was hard. I'm sure. Oh, it was. Yeah, yeah. it hit her so hard. You're young. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, probably getting your head around the fact that you're going to be parents. I, as and like, and it's like as as much as you think when you're eighteen years old, you're like, huh, I'm an adult now. I oh, know everything. Yeah, you know yeah. fucking nothing. Yeah, you yeah. don't like. You really, really no, don't. No, but it's it, a, it's a dangerous age. Yeah. Seventeen to nineteen were the most obnoxious. Ages oh yeah, oh, I was I everything. was the most immature. Yeah. I genuinely, if I if I had a time machine, I'd go back and meet myself when I was around that age. Same. And I'd slap the head off myself. Yeah, I'd be like, you yeah. you don't know anything. Yeah. And I and I, I I'm man enough to admit, I was a very immature little gobshite back yeah. then. Do you know? I mean, but I'm, we but I'm you surprised know she stuck all, around for so long. <laughs> we all have been guilty of that, like yeah. you know. So you're 
And like at 18, you're you're not an adult. No. And you're dealing with grown up things here. Yeah, and you're and like, it did. It, it not did your families know that you? No, our families knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And they were actually fairly okay about it, to be okay, honest. Right. You know, they were like, you know, we fucking Egypt, but sure, look, what's, yeah. what's done is done. <laughs> yeah, just going to be a child. Yeah, they weren't yeah. going to, you know, they weren't yeah. going to, like, you know, kind of um, be, beat us. Beat us. Yeah, they weren't yeah. going to beat us with a stick yeah, like yeah, Captain yeah. Guilt right now. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So, no, it was fine. I, like, I hate Michelle Hare because, like, as, as long as I know Michelle, Michelle always wants to be a man. Yeah. You know what I mean? She that was one thing for her. She was, yeah, she really did. Yeah, like, she that, did. Was, yeah. that was one of the things she wanted most in the whole world. Yeah, you know, I yeah. did hit her hard. But, like, and, you know, we picked ourselves up, dusted ourselves off, kind of got back into the swing of being 18-year-olds, yeah. you know, and sure, I mean, well, we, like, Killian's 13, so we moved in together, what are we now, 2023 now, so we moved in together about 2009, okay. I think, there and about. Right. Um, so she would have been, what, in her 20s, I would have been 21 or 22? Yeah. And sure, I mean, within four months of actually moving in together, she was pregnant. Go away. Yeah, she was pregnant with, uh, she got pregnant with Killian. Um, and it's guessing because we were keeping it quiet for ages from everybody. But myself and Joe kind of had a bit of an idea that, you know, the lads were in like the same position. And I, I always said like one of the happiest days of my life was like Joe called in one day and um, what's it called? Uh, Michelle goes, um, oh, hey, Joe, I'm pregnant. And Joe goes, that's okay, so is rain. Do you know? Because yeah. I was like, ha, huh, thank God. One someone, of your best friends. Someone else to go through this with. Yeah, do you know that, what I mean? Like, that's like, rare. Yeah, yeah, do you know? And it was cool. It was like my best mate as well. And we're like, oh, yeah. our kids are going to be best mates. Yeah, and, of course. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. And um, what's it called? So it, it was great. It was it was tough, though. Uh, we were at home one night. And I remember she got on bleed. And ma'am and our friend Nikki were there. And they came down to the hospital with us. And we were like, oh, fuck, here we go again. Oh, kind of. I was in such a tizzy, I didn't realise um, my man wasn't fully out of the car because I was dropping him at A&E and I was heading straight up to where the, the car park was. Yeah. Which I went to take off the car and man was only half out. Oh, Jesus. You know, I was like, oh, God, I'm so sorry. Do you know, I was like, sure, we're at the hospital. Sure, so, look, we're here in you know, A&E. You're yeah, all right. If I'm going yeah. to hit you with a car, I'll probably hit you with a best car in the best place, place possible. Do you know? Yeah. yeah. But no, we went in and they did a scan and I know he wasn't, Jesus, I say she was only maybe six or eight weeks. Like the Harry's oh, heart so she was very just small. started going. Right, okay. And we got this little ultrasound scan and she called in. She came out going, look at my little pee. Oh. Do you know, you could just see the <laughs> flicker of the heartbeat. You know? Yeah, yeah. So we were, but like it was, it was, it was a tough old pregnancy. Like she, yeah, um, she was tiny, yeah, as well. But just, this is the gas thing about it, though. Like it, it, you know, because I remember people were like, "Oh God, you're so small, and you've never such a hard labour." And I remember yeah. like the last thing she said to me before I left the hospital after she had Kitty. Now we went in. There was like six or seven women ahead of her. Do you know? This she was in labour. Yeah, she. We went into the labour ward at like twelve o'clock. She was the first person in the entire room to actually go in and give birth. And some of those women had been there for a day or two. Go on. Um, like we got there at twelve, and he was born at like half four in the morning. Do you know what okay, I mean? so like, it's relatively quick. There was no quick. dicking around. Like as hard yeah. as her pregnancy was, the birth, the birth was okay. just sailed through it. Like yeah. it happened so quick, she couldn't get pain meds. Wow. All she had was the gas and air. That was it. Hero. No epidural, no petting, no no nothing. But what I loved was before I was going, I was like, right, you know, like, baby's asleep, you know, Michelle's just about to drift off, I'll go home and get a few hours sleep, and she's, like, lying there with her eyes closed, and she's like, yeah, she goes, pet, I was like, yeah, pet, it's like, you know all those people that said, like, I was going to have such a tough labour, and, you know, it's going to be so hard because I was so small, and I was like, yeah, she goes, yeah, they're going to go fuck themselves, <laughs> and then, boom, fell asleep somewhere, 
It was kind of one of those moments where I was, that was probably like when I was really looked at, I was like, I'm going to spend the rest of my life with this yeah, woman. Like, yeah. you know, that like, I knew anyway, but I was like, I fucking Pesh. love this girl. Like, I can know? even hear her saying Pesh. Because, and her, yeah. you know, and her little soft voice. Yeah, like, so soft, I mean? yeah. And just so sweetly, fucked a lot. Do <laughs> <laughs> you know, so. I and mean, then you were three, you were a family. Yeah, I know, and it was terrifying. It was, I was so scared. I mean, like Michelle had experience with kids and looking after her. And, and she kids, took like, to motherhood like a doctor. Oh, she did, yeah. yeah. I mean, before before she even got pregnant, she was uh, working in a creche for a while. And yeah. she, that's what she wanted to do. She wanted to do childcare. Yeah. And she was working there for a while. But your one that she was working for kind of started taking the piss. And right. instead of like her with three or four kids, she was leaving her with 11 kids or 12 Jesus. kids okay. where she pissed off totally. and had breakfast yeah, for her yeah, friends. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of took Taking a toll. Advantage. Yeah, it kind of took a toll on her. She wasn't able to handle it and it yeah. kind of soured her off it. Do you okay. know? But like, I remember, remember I was there and I was like, this is the very first time I ever like changed Killian. And he was like less than a day old. <laughs> and Killian was like five, I think he was like five, nine, something like that. He was tiny. Oh, he was little. You could nearly hold him in like one yeah. hand, you know? And I was like, I was changing and there was a lady next to us and she was like, uh, oh, is he your second or third? I was like, no, no, he's my first. She goes, well, you're doing a great job there. You look like a natural. And I was like, thanks very much. I kind of want to vomit right now, but yeah. sound for the, uh, you know, for the, how would you say, the... Um, the reassurance. Yeah, no, that was it. Like, you know, to so. know that, because especially that tiny, and you're young, and oh, you're yeah. first time parents. Was, what, 22, Michelle Yeah, that's a lot like, you know. I'm pretty sure for her 21st, we had to get a babysitter. Do you know? And it's, no it's And it's gas, like... Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure we she had Killian when. Oh my gosh! When before her twenty first. Were you nervous bringing him home? Terrified. I drove like an old woman going home. I was at least <laughs> twenty miles an hour under speed limit, and there was like cars behind me. I was like, I don't give a fuck. I was like, yeah. go around. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, of course. And it is. It's 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 terrifying. He was so small, you he know. And, like there's none of the scares that even piss out of me more than holding a newborn baby. I have to say, I fully agree with you. I, I can't. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you see nurses yeah. inside and they're like, okay, and we're going to bat them now. And they're like nearly lifting them up I with know, one arm. I know, it's like, yeah, yeah. cheerleading practice. Because you're even, oh, and I, I've even kind of like, I think some male friends have even said this to me before where they're, where they're kind of like, uh, they see the nurses with their kids. And they're almost tempted to go over and say, hey, listen, take a handy. Oh, handy, yeah. Do you know, yeah. but they're just, they're, they're so, so used, used to it. To it. Yeah. yeah. Do you know? No, I, 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 when I'm totally yeah. there with you. There's you nothing know, scarier than I remember though, Michelle, she was... Oh, she was absolutely besotted okay. with Killian. Yeah. She was. Like, and, like, you know, up until the end, like, Killian was her most favourite person in the whole world. Mm. She loved him more than anybody. Like, yeah. we used to say, like, um, you know I love Killian more than you. And I say, well, I, I, there'd be something wrong if you didn't. And yeah, I, I, like, yeah. ditto, obviously, yeah, you know. Yeah, but, um, yeah. But, sure, I suppose, like, we just... The best version of the two of you. Yeah, there. we did. And do you know what? Like, I mean, Michelle was already a hundred times more mature than I was. Do you know? But like, he he did. He made me grow up. You know what I mean? And like, there were times, you know, through the years, I was like, oh god, everybody has to go now and get smashed and doing this and doing that. And you know, yeah, we're at home with the kid or whatever. Yeah. I look. I suppose it's natural enough. You wouldn't be human if you didn't. Yeah. Do, that. do you know? But at the same time, thinking back about it now, I'm. I wouldn't have it on your way. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't change it for the world. Look at the young man you have with you. He's, know? he's brilliant. He's you know the I mean? most amazing. And we'll being. get into that yeah, in you know, a little bit because yeah, like, so you had kill and he 
for young parents getting on with it. Dave's working. Oh, actually, you know what? I'm sorry. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention it. Sure. Before Killian was my niece and nephew. Lorcan and Cora, my brother's two kids. Oh, okay. I'd be some piece of shit now. Yeah, <laughs> I was in my head, I was like, yeah, yeah. but um, no, but um, they, sorry, they came for it. Lads, like, he was born in 2009, they were born in 2008. Okay. And I remember Michelle was so happy to call, like, call herself an auntie. And I was like, oh. we're not married. And like, you, you never know, sense. we might never get married. But she's like, shut the fuck up, they're my niece and nephew. Yeah. And she was like, I don't give a shit. Even if we break up, they're still my niece and nephew. I could see her being like that. Yeah, oh, she yeah, was still yeah. cracked about him. Yeah. She used to go up and, and babysit him for yeah. uh, uh, the brother. And like, she used to love it, you know. And it was a two. And his gas, I could be around my nephew Larkin. But anytime I went near Cora, she'd just look at me and her, she'd go red. Like, go oh, she was in her car seat one day. And I was like, hi, Cora. And she just started going red and red and red. And I was like, I, I have to leave because... Do you remember I used to do the same when you came around me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's nice to see that, that that's mellowed yeah, out though, yeah, don't you? Yeah, I've gotten better with yeah. it. Yeah, it's more blue now. Yeah. yeah. But no, oh, I'm boy. sorry. Jesus, Lark and Cora, if you ever hear this, I'm sorry, okay? I, I remember she. Oh my God. I think you know. Yeah. But like, I'm nervous. I'm that nervous. Was her, so. That yeah. was her probably. Michelle was probably a moment practice for many yeah. years. She actually, and again, again, Jesus Christ, I, it, I, I think this is widow brain, or I don't know. It's This is. A, no, I'm going to blame Oshie, you know? Yeah, <laughs> but uh, no, um. Uh, they actually they had the same birthday as well. Who? So Lorcan and Cora and Michelle. They all share a birthday. Stop. Yeah. She was over the moon. I remember. Uh, I even rem- I actually remember the like the day they were born. We we found out. I was like, you know, what are we doing for your birthday? She was like, I don't give a fuck what we do for my birthday. She goes, my niece I and nephew were born on the same day I was. My God. Yeah. Oh, she was over the moon. You know. So they were a year then when you had Killian. Yeah. Oh, so they are two thousand eight. Killian was two thousand nine. Yeah. Okay. So close to me. So they've all grown up together. Yeah. yeah. And so there good. isn't like they're the only kids, kind of like say on our branch of the family that are that age. Yeah. Well, oh. just no in general. Oh, like, you know, okay. So they're only they're like mom and dad only had four grandkids. Ah. Oh, okay. You know, and for yeah. an Irish family, that's that's small. That's small. Yeah, it is. It you is know, small. Like my dad yeah, came from sure. a family of like thirteen, fourteen. Especially from what I see around here, since I moved here. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, I won't even get into my husband's. That's, that's I was going to say some families in particular but yeah, yeah let's not even go there so <coughs> you guys have Killian you settled down <clears throat> you're living your best lives as a family and work and just getting on with it yeah, but Dave he got hit with some fucking really shit shows yeah um, I always thought it, it, my dad was the first one so actually my well no he was my dad was diagnosed with um, uh, bowel cancer back in nine years this year, so back in twenty, probably twenty thirteen. Okay. Um. How old was he, Dave? He was, I think, he was seventy at the time. Okay. Seventy, seventy one. Bowel cancer. Yeah, and um, because I remember I was actually with him when he found out. I did. I he went for a procedure in the hospital. I went to yeah. pick him up, and on the way, uh, we were there, and like to this day, I still can't believe the doctor just came in. So. We're there anyway, we went to the day ward and we here to pick up Jimmy McLaughlin, blah, 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 I'm there, yeah. the doctor wants to meet you, fine. Yeah. Uh, doctor comes out and goes, look, we found something, and we're like, you found something, and like a tumour, it's cancer, uh, show up, we'll see you in two weeks, and left again. Fuck off. And it was, this was our first experience with cancer, and the two of our jaws were on the fucking floor, and I remember like, getting into the car and going home. And you're two we're, lads. We, yeah, we're yeah. quiet, you know, yeah. and... Um, like my dad was bald, but like on the way home, the first thing he said was, Jesus, I suppose my hair's gonna fall out now. 
Do you know? And he's just he was that kind of a guy. Like Gallows humor was deep in my yeah, family, yeah. and I didn't know what to fucking say. Like I was twenty four at the time. You know yeah. what I mean? Again, it's a pretty mature. You know, parent yourself. You're and, and this is your dad, yeah. your parents. And I didn't I didn't know what to say to him. And he turned around. And he goes, "You're telling your mother, by the way." And I go, "I was like, what?" And he goes, "Yeah, you're telling her." I was like, "I'm not fucking telling her." He goes, well, if you don't want to tell her, I'm not going to tell her. I was like, you can't put me in this position. Oh, my god. And I was gosh. like, well, I guess I am. So, no, he was just taking the piss, yeah. Oh, you know? okay, right. So, okay. so, I remember went home to Obama, and there's so much about back then that's just, like, kind of a blur, do you I know? Like, I remember, like, he, you know, he started treatment, and, like, I mean, as, as involved as myself and Michelle became and stuff, like, as the years went on, mm. my brother Adam was, like, really in there helping you know and i i thought i helped you know and i thought yeah. i did my bit and yeah is alan older really, than you alan's older than me yeah alan How alan's much? turning 50 this year okay right okay doesn't look at the over and you're very close oh geez we are i love i mean yeah. I, we would have been lost thank god you know, lost fucking yeah brother, like, you know but yeah um, do you know and she's like i i suppose like you know they tried treating the stuff he wasn't well um like eventually he got the news that there was nothing they could do because unfortunately you see unfortunately with that particular kind of cancer unless you get it early your chances kind of the, the more it progresses your chances get smaller and smaller and smaller right. and given his age you operating wasn't you know it wasn't yeah. on the cards um and unfortunately a lot of times when they find it it tends to be too late because it can show up as like anemia or it can show up as like a a whole host of other conditions other than that other than that you know so it took a while to even have that yeah do you know so i think kind of he went kind of you know steadily downhill and Did downhill he? and yeah it was it, it was rough enough because it's, it's hard seeing like i mean my dad was like one of the toughest fuckers i've ever met in my life yeah. like the guy who vertigo yeah taught nothing of climbing up 30 foot in a ladder behind someone's house yeah do you know what i mean yeah. like, I, I remember working with him and there were sometimes he was on ladders and it was like it, it was dodgy you know and yeah, i was like yeah. dad you may fall and yeah. his answer would be like just, just shut up and hold the ladder yeah. I fall yeah. Surfing, you know yeah and to see someone like that a hardy of, irish father yeah you know frail. kind of become frail and yeah. you know like it wasn't it wasn't easy. Like, I, you know I, I can't even I can't even comprehend that yeah. because I'm picturing my dad. My my dad said yeah, you know, poor old man. Like, oh, I can't comprehend that. Do you know, poor old man, like, like mom and dad, like they were, like, they were the picture of like a, a healthy relationship. Uh, you know what I mean? They were, yeah. they, you know, they fight with each other, but they, but they were, they were true. Yeah. They were so in love with each other. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And. And your mum, that must have been so hard for her. Yeah. Watching your dad battle that. I was, yeah, yeah. Like I remember, like the last day before he passed away. I remember her, her um, I remember sitting by his hospital bed, and like Alan, fair play to him, he didn't leave the hospital for three days. Do you know? Um, mm. But I remember, man, sitting by his bedside and um, holding his hand, just saying, "It's okay, Jimmy. It's okay. You you can you can go now. You can go. I'll be okay." And yeah, do you know? And, Again, I like I never. Like, that I is so selfless. I always yeah. admire when I hear that. Sure, she was brilliant. I wish she was like, like he was the one in the family who bark, but she mm. was the one with the bite. Yeah. Like if there was if if everybody in the room was being shitty to each other, man walked in, started the home, the room was silent. Yeah. You know. Yeah. He, he just oh, yeah. you know you're sorry about yeah. you know so yeah kind of that was our first experience with everything. I mean even like my dad's funeral. I think back at it now like we. 
we have no experience with that kind of stuff. You were, he was only small. Yeah, so he didn't really know much that was going on, thank God, you know. And, like, and this for both of you, both you and Michelle would have been your first yeah, close family, uh, member, I even, would say, immediate I, family. Yeah, yeah, you know, and then I suppose after Michelle then... Um, I've been trying to work out like a timeline of death. This is you know? terrible, yeah. So your dad, um, so, you lost, so we lost dad, Dave's then dad. Michelle's uh, pro nanny on her dad's side, I think she passed away then a couple of years after, two or three years after my dad. Okay. Um, then I'm trying to think, what, yeah, no, her uncles were last. Then you had... So there's a couple in between. I feel awful for not being able to remember. Don't them, worry just, about that. Like I remember, like the, the biggest ones then were kind yeah. of. Yeah. Uh, we see like um, Michelle's mum passed away then from an aneurysm. Uh, How long after your dad's passed? Michelle's mum was twenty seventeen, so about three years after. She loses her mum. Yeah, Michelle's mum suddenly passed away from an aneurysm. Jesus. Um, yeah. <clears throat> do you know? And then around the same time, we had found out my mum had lung cancer. Your mum. Um. You know, and then I remember like uh like that like uh, yeah, poor Michelle Darren Hart, like you know, I really did. Of course it is. You know, yeah. and I've heard her poor father, like I remember John, like you know, and like John was like your traditional kind of, you know, tough, stoic, you know, man. kind of father yeah. working man. Yeah. But like he was like But the wife He was like whatever you can do, he was like, I don't care if I have to be your carer, he goes like, I don't care if I have to carry her up and down the stairs every night, I'll do it, you know. But unfortunately, the kind of the damage was too extensive, do you know. And I mean, did she go quick after the aneurysm? Quick enough. We see, uh, and I, do you know, to this day, I still feel bad for the people in the hospital to ask this question. Or the family actually donated her organs. So this they were. Is yeah. So do you know they managed to donate her wow. both of her kidneys and her liver, wow. and um. They took the valves from her heart to put on ice. Oh, that's so And they, they can be used to help um, newborns with congenital heart defects. You're joking. Mm. You know, and they kind of, like, like the lads in the hospital, they said, look, just, you know, have you ever considered it, blah, 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 blah. I have such I was, admiration for that because you know, in the middle of grief yeah, to be able to do uh, something like I was like never that. kind of big on the whole organ donation thing, but after it, like, I'm, I'm an organ donor myself now. Right, Michelle okay. became one. You know, exactly, like yeah. her dad, everybody said, look, it's John, it's up to you, it's your wife. And, you know, he gave the nod and the go ahead, like, do you know? So you're you're there, you're watching Michelle um, watch her mum getting ill and her mum suddenly getting ill and her mum passes. All, all this happened in the space of four days. Just bang, aneurysm, they did tests. They were like, look, there's brain death there. Nobody comes back from brain death. And Killian would have been, would have been five, six-ish around here. Dear, dear, in about, yeah. He was old enough to know. To, yeah. Do you know? How did Michelle cope? That hit Michelle hard. Mm. You know, Michelle, Michelle and her man were close. Like, mm. do you know, it did. Like, it, like as much as like you, you, your parents might annoy you or you might annoy each other, mm. but it, it did. It, it hit her really hard. No, like, I mean, her dad and her brother were just... As devastated, of course. Yeah, but they were yeah. absolutely amazing. Yeah. Though. Michelle and Darren were always very close. Yeah, and there was, was just really, the two of them in it. Yeah, do you know, yeah. he really was there for her, like That's the same with her dad, you yeah. know. And like Michelle, <coughs> to be fair, was, um, you know, like she was. Sorry, I have to lose my train of thought. You're all right. So, she had buried. They buried mom <coughs> and 
they all kind of came together as a family yeah, to support you know, each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember like she was really there for her dad afterwards. Yeah, you know what I mean? And yeah, sure, like, like he probably was for her. And yeah, do you know. But like we kind of, kind of knew there was something going on with her dad. Like he wasn't well. Like he, did, yeah. Like he, he'd been working on Rossmore for years, and he left. And um, yeah, what's it called? We we kind of known for a while that there was something going on because he wasn't eating and stuff like that, and he was getting very thin. Okay. But then. Three months after um, her mama passed away, poor old John got a stroke. Oh, and John is Michelle's dad. Yeah. So um, three months after he loses his wife, he has yeah, a stroke. stroke. Yeah. Um, he hit him pretty hard now. Like, I remember like being blown to hospital. Myself and Michelle and Darren were blown to hospital. And um, they were trying to say, the two lads were trying to say, there's something else going on. You, We know there's something else going on. Yeah. And um, you know, the stroke doctor was like, No, 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 this is the stroke. And they're like, No, listen, there's been something else going on for a while. They really kinda had to kind of push, push, you know? Yeah. And I remember um I was actually going Waterford with my mam. Uh mam was actually at the eye clinic because she also found out that she had a thing called macular degeneration. Okay. It's a degenerative um eye disease. Okay. You know, it's basically like you can't cure it, but you can slow it. But they were basically it was it was a real double whammy for a man. Like she found out like the, you know, oh by the way, you got this thing, you're probably gonna go blind and you also have cancer. You know. So he's going Michelle's dad's going through. He was in the ho- yeah, so he was in the hospital at this Dave's point. Dave's mum is Diagnosed with lung cancer and this condition in her eye. And the macular degeneration, yeah. And I remember we were in hospital and Michelle rang me as we were trying to come through Waterford City. We we just, man had just had an appointment. I can't remember if it was for her lung or if it was for, no, I think it was for her eye actually. Mm-hmm. No, I lied. She had to get a biopsy on her lung. That was yeah. it. And we were coming through. If anybody who's ever driven through Waterford City, it's yeah. rush hour behind your yeah. basically yeah. big car park, you yeah, know. It's but I remember yeah. Michelle rang and they found out um she was in bits down the phone and uh they had done an endoscopy on her dad and they found out he also had esophageal cancer. Oh fuck. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Jesus Christ. Right. You know, I mean, you know, you really can't kick a fucking guy enough when he's down, like, you know. Dave, what goes through your heads there? As a young couple, you're looking at this. You have a parent buried, she's a parent buried. Mm. And now you're looking at your two surviving parents. Both sick. Like, First from thing, a human level, were you like, is there someone up there playing a sick fucking joke on us? Uh, do you know what? I've always actually said since, I, I hope God is real, so someday I can meet him, say face to face, go fuck yourself. You know, that kind of way. But yeah. no, um, I mean, like, your initial shock is like, fuck. But for me, like for Michelle, it's like, right, what do I need to do for my dad? And then for me, it's like, what do I need to do for Michelle? And And your mum. Yeah. And And, your child. Yeah. And like, to be fair, like, as bad as things got, like there was always, we've always, and I'm, I'm very conscious of how privileged we are. We've always had a very good support network of friends and family around. Thank like God. there yeah. was never a time where we're like, shit, how are we gonna get to this appointment? Or yeah. do you know yeah. like who's gonna look after the kids? So I, the logistics were never an no, issue. No, they were yeah. never a problem. Yeah. It was always an army of support. And it was never this like fake, oh, you know, if you need something, give me a shout. And then when you call like, oh sorry, I'm yeah, yeah, washing yeah. my fucking yeah. hair that day. Yeah. There was yeah. always people there, do you know? Yeah. And like to all of our friends and family, I I will it's a debt I'll never be able to repay, you know? But um, no, I was just like, right, shit, um, make yourself useful. Like, mam, mam always used to say that, like, you know, when this, like, I was, it was like actually 
my dad got sick and I was like, how did you manage to get through the tough times? And she always said, it's, it's you've kind of two choices. She's like, when, you know, when the shit hits the fan, you can either pull your socks up and get stuck in, or you can fall apart and be no good to anybody. And she's like, you don't want to be the person who's no good to anybody. So we just pulled our socks up and got stuck in, you know, like yeah. he was, uh, he stayed in Clonaren for a while. Like the house in Dundrum wasn't, like he couldn't go up and downstairs. Yeah, so course. they managed to get yeah. a, one of the smaller houses in Kappa for him. But right. like one of her aunties, um, we used to, uh, we'd pick him up in Clonaren and bring him out to her aunties for a few hours yeah. and stuff like that. But he, like the poor man, he was just, he was, he wasn't well. He was deteriorating yeah. and deteriorating, yeah. and you know. And how long did he go on like that before he passed? Okay. She lost both her parents with six months of each other. So Michelle lost both parents. Six months. Within yeah. six months of each and other. And it's awful because I I remember the day before Jesus. her dad Christ. had the stroke. Yeah. Um, we were driving down to Drum. I even remember we were passing by Jerry Jacks, and we were cracking. I can't remember what the joke was. It was some stupid joke. Michelle started laughing her arse off, and I was like, Do you know what, Pat? I was, that's the most like you I've seen you since your man passed away. You know, I was like, I yeah. was so happy to see you're actually starting. And she was like, Yeah, you know, yeah. you know, she's starting like, to Yeah, she's like, The pain will yeah. never go away, but no, you know, but time, as yeah. we all know, and then the next see. day, her dad had the stroke. And I have to say, like, her, it was Darren that actually um, went down and found her. You see, her dad was supposed to, to go working with somebody, and your man rang and said, Never Your father never showed up, and that was not like John at all. Okay. So Darren went down to the house okay. and found him. He'd what did they said? It was kind of like he'd had the stroke at night, and he got out of bed. Then, so when your body is like, oh, by the way, he had a stroke. That's fall right. Over. Yeah. Like to be fair to him, he handled it like an absolute legend. Yeah. He really did. You know what I mean? Yeah. John was lucky that Darren found him. Wow. Do you know? Because if I walked into that situation, I probably would have been like, uh, what do I do? What do I do? What I think do I do? you think that, but when we're faced in these situations. Yeah. It, it's amazing what instinct, what adrenaline, you know, that kind of like wanting to protect yeah. that can kick in. And you and I have talked about this. How, like, how do you support your wife? When, Just be there when yeah. she wants to cry, let her cry. Like, yeah. um, did she ever get angry? <clears throat> did she, was she ever like, why the fuck? No, me? no, Michelle, no, Michelle, towards the end a little, but like, throughout all this stuff down through the years. Not really. No. Like I never remember having a conversation with her where she was angry about us. Yeah. Like I remember. No, Michelle was a real kind of like, what's the point in, in pussing about yeah. it? You know, what's the point in yeah. angry about it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of getting angry, get useful. That's yeah. the kind of person yeah. she was. And then Dave, your your mum then, how, yeah. how well, long see, did man, she last? She went into she actually went into remission. Um and wow. see I remember like before Michelle's dad had the stroke, we had actually moved in with my mum for a while. So we weren't getting along with our landlord, I suppose. Mum was probably kind of in the position I'm in now at the moment, like never really lived on her own. So it's suited. It's suited, yeah. yeah we moved yeah. in and there was no hassle. There was a whole fucking yeah. moment. Like, I mean, and that's not an easy thing. No, There's not many people no, that can was do brilliant. it with the in-laws. Mum, so. Michelle got on that yeah. house on fire. I mean, yeah. on the weekends, on a Saturday or Sunday, we were like, right, where are we going? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I love Get that. into the car, go off somewhere, go for a bit of grub. Yeah. Do you know, uh, Kitty and a man show were like that, like, yeah, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, of course, you know, yeah. She spoiled him rotten, do you know? Of course, the grandson. Yeah, yeah, do you know, and, um, uh, no, and it was, like, it was, you know, it was, it was, it was brilliant, do you know? So and you were living with her. We were living with ma'am, and yeah. then we kind of moved, to, after Michelle's dad passed away, we, we kind of, you know, we moved out, like, ma'am went into remission, thank God, do you know, and, um. So you must have been, like, 
after watching three of your, three of the parents. Oh yeah. Go, oh, and fears, now you're getting this in like the mum's intermission. Yeah. You know, like, we're catching a break. Yeah, we thought we kind of were like, right, this is it. Yeah. Okay, maybe maybe things are on the yeah. on the up and up. And then yeah. after Michelle's dad passed away, then she had a miscarriage. That's um, right. Do you know? Uh, she didn't even know she was pregnant at the time. Yeah. And uh, came as an awful shock to her. I remember her telling me uh, it wasn't long after she. No, it wasn't. You know, and me. she was like, um, I remember saying, I was like, do you know what you're writing? She was like, but just with everything that didn't thing that had been going on. Yeah, because, like her, her head was the last, good, yeah. like, the last three months of like her her dad's life, they especially when he was in the hospital, they were hectic because it was like. It was almost like we had a routine. It was like go to work, come home, eat dinner, yeah. go to hospital. Like you said, it's a blur. Yeah, it's just this. It's just bits and bobs blur. popping yeah. in and out. You know, yeah. I, like, I remember, I remember that summer. The summer we passed away, like we we used to love going to the coast and going to the beach. It mm. was just when we were that's why when we were at our happiest, you yeah. know. And um, I remember like there was this one summer we went to uh, uh, we went to the beach and I forgot possibly the worst summer I've ever had in my life. Like at my two feet. Lovely. My two feet swelled up. Such and, an Irish man. But I remember, I remember coming, like coming home. She was like, uh, "Shit, how are we going to the hospital?" I was like, "I, I just dipped two uh, J clots in ice cold water. Yeah, yeah, wrapped yeah, around yeah. my feet. Yeah, yeah. Um, got into the car and we went to the Go hospital. On. Like going, not going, <laughs> not going wasn't an option. You know? So it was and like, I'm not saying this. this I'm not saying this to say, "Oh, look at me, look how great no, I was." I was just like, I wasn't do. letting Michelle down. Yeah, of course. You, you know, yeah. I was because yeah. like I think she was even driving at the time, but I was just like. We're going. I remember her yeah. cousin came in with a bottle of aloe vera after some. Oh, oh I'm heaven. not joking. I've heaven. never, I've never felt relief like heaven in a bottle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. yeah. But um, yeah. Sure. After her dad, then um, I can't remember. It's man was yeah. No man was sick for a while, and then I remember bringing her to to Waterford one time, and I was like, "Oh, you're okay. Yeah, it's gone. Right. Do you know she went into remission? Yeah. We're kind of like things going well. Then she okay. has miscarriage. And, yeah." Do you know, I kind of, I just was in around that time is, is a bit of a blur. Like, I think there might have been another funeral or two. Like, Michelle's dad would have been I know six you years. I know, lose some uh, uncles and yeah, sadly, you know, and there was um, other deaths. I think, like, I, I, like I, I, I remember having these conversations with Connor. It felt like after... It just feels like it's bang, bang, It felt like bang, you won't bang. believe it. Yeah. Someone, again, is after dying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Michelle Do you know, it's like, it was like every time we met someone. It was like, what? And we hadn't seen in a while, they're like, uh, oh, who died this time? Do you know? Yeah. I'm sure her, her parole uncle, uh, Michael, um, died of a heart attack. Um, then I think four weeks, to, four weeks after, and then her uncle Tom passed as well. Do you know, I think the two of us. terrible. They'd be about five years now. Like this, this sounds so fucking like, and I mean, you're in your 20s yeah. at this stage. And like, I kind of feel like a bit of a knob for not, like, like if Michelle was here now, Michelle could, Michelle would be able to list off the no, dates. No, don't, She was, she don't. was freakish for you, dates you gotta and stuff. you got to remember, you know? you're still in grief mode. Yeah, too, you And know? you're the Irish man. Yeah, Of course exactly. Michelle would tell me everything. I get this. Know? And like, it, I, I'm conscious that we do acknowledge that there was an awful lot of losses. Yeah, but there's a poor land Here I'm really just looking... We're looking at your like the sad fucking story that you lost both your yeah. parents, both of you. Yeah, like we lost them all. Like Michelle, Michelle's mom and dad were. I think we lost all of our parents within four years of each other. Wow. You know. And when your mom, when your mom, so mom, mom passed away in twenty nineteen. So I think the cancer came back kind of in around. I think it was in around the start of twenty eighteen. Okay. It came back again. So she battled for Yeah, and see she I do remember talking to you about yeah, it. I think, in around, I think it was in around 
I've seen it was in around Easter of 2019. Um, she got I like I for some reason this is just in my head is it was the start of her decline. She got yeah. um she got a tooth out and then there was yeah. an infection. Yeah. And then after that she had awful trouble with her teeth. I remember at the time it was just it was damn near impossible to get hands on a dentist at all at all. Right. Um, but I remember like we were constantly we were up and down to Clamel, up and down to Clamel. Uh, going to come out at six like it's so sad that you were so familiar with hospitals. Oh yeah, hospital I mean at that point, like I I I know it's probably loads I'm forgetting, but I know like at that point we used to joke that like we spent so much time in Clamell, um, like we, we we used to say like we should have been paying them rent. You yeah, know? yeah. Or like I'd say to Michelle, no, the gang down yeah. there. Yeah. Or, like we we got to a point that every time we walked out of Clamell Hospital, I'd say, oh god, I don't ever want to see the back of this place. One time we walked out and I was like. God, I don't want it. Michelle goes, shut the fuck up. Yeah. You know? She was like, shut up. Yeah. Like, Every time you fucking say it, we end up back here <laughs> a couple back. months later. Do yeah. you know? Um, do you know, I remember, man, just, she got sicker and sicker and God the chemo her. wasn't working. Yeah. Uh, they couldn't do radiation again because she'd already had it. So they put her on immunotherapy. Oh, yes. Yeah. But while she was sick with the cancer then, her eyesight really started to go. Oh, God, so okay. the thing about like macular degeneration is it starts in the middle. Okay. And it makes its way out. So eventually you're just left with your peripherals. Oh, God, love. Do you know? And ma'am, she was, used to love to sew. She used to love to uh, embroider. She used to get like, fab, you know, cuts of fabric and yeah. draw pictures on them and then embroider it all in and sew it on yeah. it. Uh, very, very artistic woman, yeah. do you know? I have used an to artistic love, bone in my body, so I so <laughs> admire that. Yeah, I, she was, she, yeah. you know. And, um, she used to love to read as well. So I kind of really hit her, you know, yes, I hit is. her hard. And then she's going down through this, you know. But like she, like I remember, like she still managed to have a laugh from time to time though. Like, yeah. you know, well, no, not even from time to time, a lot. Like, you know, like yeah. I, so I used to go into her after work and I'd be like, well, how was today? She said, today was kind of shit. I was like, well, do you know what? Today can go fuck itself. Tomorrow yeah. will be better. Yeah. If tomorrow wasn't good, tomorrow can fuck off as well. Do you know, and we used to have a giggle about it. Like I remember her legs kind of started to get weak. Yeah. Um, and uh, we'd be giving her hand up the stairs. And every Halloween, I was always change my ringtone to like something Halloweeny because yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a freak for Halloween. Yeah. And then um, one night, we're helping her. Your friends. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. Uh, one night we were uh, we were helping her up the stairs, and uh, like the, the actual scene from The Exorcist, you know, the, the power of Christ compels you. Yeah. My phone started ringing, and there starts playing. Oh my gosh, Dave! <laughs> so the power of Christ compels you. The, and the tree was just fucking <laughs> fell apart laughing on the stairs. Mom actually had to sit down. She was like, I can't. Do you know what I mean? But and we had like those moments of levity. And I, for a firm believer in dark humor, <coughs> and oh, especially yeah. when it's among your own, and yeah. it's like, I, hey, listen, I'm going through this shit, so if I can make a joke about, I, you know, no, that's it, yeah. But you think about when, like, when it's one, of, one of the times you want to laugh the most is usually at a funeral. The in, most inappropriate. Yeah, time, because yeah. it's 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 a release of tension. It is. You know, it you re- feel lighter it is, after it. Yeah. It is a therapy. Yeah. It is, and it's that release. Do you know, but um, but ma'am, ma'am, guy, she sorry, she got sicker and sicker, and yeah. um. Myself and Michelle moved in uh, with her the last kind of six months right. before she passed. Um, and McKinney. You know, and like my, my other, like my other two brothers, like James and, and Adrian, like, you know, they were down a lot and helping yeah. out and sure it was kind of myself and Michelle and Alan were, were kind of yeah. primary carers. Yeah. And, you know, like it's amazing how time goes on because I remember Michelle saying to me one day, she was like, you should go for a pint. I was like, no, I'm fine. She goes, you haven't left the house in three months. 
Yeah. Do you know? But so it didn't feel like that. I but it didn't you. feel like it. No, yeah. I'm like because you're in that bubble. But we were quite happy. Like we were almost all fighting over who gets to look after her. Because my seven shades could have a six o'clock tomorrow morning. I'm giving her meds. Well, well, no, I'm giving her her meds. Yeah. Do you know? I'm, yeah. Between the three of us, like we did the best we could by her. Of course. You know, but yeah. fortunately she got sicker and sicker. Um, I remember the night before she went into the hospital. I remember poor Killian. Like Killian was there as well, and I remember like. Killian was there seeing, an seeing Nanny being yeah. brought out of the house on a stretcher at stupid o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah. You know, sad. and it yeah. was it wasn't easy for him, you yeah. know. And um but I remember the night before she passed, uh we were up in the room with her, we were having a beer with her. Um yeah. Kenny was coming in doing impressions of people we know, and we actually had a great laugh, you yeah. know, and it was good crack. Nice, nice. Do you know, and then I remember she woke up that night, she wasn't feeling well and her breathing was kind of bad and right. um I actually remember, like, I, I was, you know, trying to help her out and give her payments. I remember, like, I, I actually just got a blanket and drew it on the floor beside her bed, you know, beside her bed. And I slept there, and she woke up, and she just was not well at all, oh, you know. And um, the, um, I remember ringing the ambulance, um, come and get her, and the ambulance driver, um, it's cast. He had actually, we called him so many times, he'd actually been at the house more than once. And he was like, well, Dave, and I was like, stop, you know? Yeah. And um, he goes, listen, he goes, Dave, you start calling the family. And I was like, is, is it that bad? He goes, Mammy's not well. Okay. So I remember I had to go down to the hospital. I followed the, the ambulance down because, you know, like, I, like Alan has his two kids there, and Michelle's yeah, very yeah, like, yeah, Obviously, yeah, it makes just sense for you to go. You know? Yeah. And I remember they were basically like, look, there isn't much we can do here. Oh, God, look. You know, it's usual. I mean, it wasn't our first rodeo with this kind of yeah, thing, so it's usual. It's terrible, fam- it's insane. Family, are, family are coming down, and you know, people are saying their goodbyes, yeah. and you're ringing people, and you're trying to organize stuff. And yeah. you know, the real kick in the dick about it all was it was right before Christmas, yeah. You know, and um, I remember myself and uh, myself and being in the hospital, I think, for like two or three days. Do you know, yeah, we said, like, you know, we were kind of like. Sure, fuck it. Look, I mean, when we actually got the call to go down, me and him went down, and then my uh, my brother Adrian and his wife Sharon, they were heading down as well at the same yeah. time. They were coming down from Offaly. Yeah. And we all actually remember seeing a shooting star at the oh, same time. Ollie. Yeah, all of us at, the, at, at the same time. Yeah, wow. so it was nice, you know. And like, I'm not a religious person. Yeah. By any stretch of the imagination, and yeah. I know I have both my kids christened and funerals. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I remember when the priest came in and they started doing the Hail Marys and stuff. Yeah. They didn't have a room. There was a, a flu outbreak. No, there was a vomit bug outbreak at the time, so they couldn't give her a room on her own, so she was still on the ward. Right. But this is like four or five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And everybody in the room started praying along with us. Uh, and even not being religious, it was genuinely one of the most beautiful things I've ever heard in my life. That. It was. It was lovely. Like, do you know, it's like there's a camaraderie. Or yeah, do you know, it was yeah, nice. Like, do you know, and um, I I am religious. Yeah. I I was brought up with the strict Catholicism and then turned my back on it because mm. it was too strict. Yeah. And uh, I found my way back, but. I'm very private about it. I don't push it on people. I don't talk no, about it a same. lot. Yeah. But I love when I hear things like that because I think whatever someone's belief is, they're getting a strength from look, somewhere, if, from if, some being. Look, if religion plays a part in your life and it brings you some solace or yeah. it helps you be a better person, yeah. go for it. More yeah. power to you. Like I'm, 
yeah. I'm not a religious person. I don't yeah. look down my nose. I mean, just as much you know evidence as far as there is for us. hundred percent. And like so, we do laugh in my friend group, right? Uh, we have me who's a practicing Catholic. We have a friend <coughs> who's a non-practicing Catholic. Mm. We have an atheist. And we have a born again Christian. Well, that's a good mix of friends, so, though, isn't it? Yeah. And you know, yeah, but, but we don't want to be surrounded by people. We all respect each other. Yeah, but we don't want to be surrounded by people. You, no, we, and you know, we will sometimes have conversations, yeah, but we also respect each so other. So as you're respectful, that's yeah. the main thing about it. Like that's the and I, it, I think it would be a good episode someday in the future. Probably a fun one because mm. probably it could get controversial. But um, yeah. So I when I hear things like that and. My reason for my belief was my mum got cancer and is a breast cancer survivor. Thank Brilliant. God. Until I fear that. But it was her who brought me back. Yeah. And if she ever listens to this, she'll fucking kill me. <laughs> she was the one who turned me against religion. Oh, really? Because she was so hopeful. Beaten with the, the stick she, of... The traditional yeah, Irish yeah, yeah. Catholic mother, like, you know, said the rosary every day. Like, she was mm. a strict Catholic. So she turned me against it. Yeah. But she's also the one that brought me back. That is brilliant. When she got her breast cancer, she was like, I'll be grand. Mm. And I was like, well, everyone in our family that ever had cancer died. Yeah. That we've no, we've was, no I like her, like her faith got her through it. Yeah. And then she goes, well, I mean, they, I they, firm believe she said, I, I'm just giving it yeah. to the Lord. Well, well I mean, they do her. say as well. Like, and I just said, there's something in that. Yeah, yeah definitely. There has to say in your, your own mental attitude going into yeah. something like that. So I was like, does yeah. have an effect. What harm will it yeah. do me yeah. to yeah. have that? Fucking, so I found myself getting more and more curious yeah. and getting back into it. And then if before helps, you know it, myself and God were homies if again. It, it helps you live yeah. your life and be and a good person. Fucking more power to you. But again, I am of the school of thought, though, that that's me and yeah. that's Cloda's journey. Yeah, I look. I like I say that yeah. I am a practicing Catholic, but I'm not going to go. Well, Dave, you should yeah. be too now, and this yeah. is why because I, I, I don't I, know what's right for I, you. I personally don't really give a shit. You yeah, know, if there I is, if there you. isn't, it, yeah. it, it has no the kind of yeah. you know standing on my day to say like yeah. it's not going to help me. It's not going to yeah. not help me. So and that's why I like these conversations. Yeah, like, these are healthy conversations. Yeah, I'm like fuck it. I'll find out when I die. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? And you're yeah. like, hey. The joke could be on me when I find when I got I'm I mean, like there's nothing. Like the quotes of Homer Simpson, I'll just pray like hell on my deathbed. Yeah, you know? exactly. So, but um yeah, so So you've um so it's Mam's, fair yeah. to say you've had a fucking yeah. sure, I mean Mam's um Mam's funeral then um Mam's funeral was on the Wednesday. Um Christmas Day was the following Wednesday. Oh fuck. That was Christmas. Yeah. And Killian is a Christmas baby. So he's born, Killian's born on the 21st. Mm. So it went Mam's funeral, Killian's birthday, Christmas Day. Three you know? momentous yeah. moments yeah. in your lives. You know, and then we kind of, we had all the, we got all the family together for Christmas that, uh, that year. Yeah, we had everybody at the house and we had found out, um, I can't remember if it was just before Christmas Day or, or after Christmas, we found out Michelle was pregnant. Yeah. Again. And we we're like, right. Yeah. Take it as a sign. This you know? is uh, this yeah. is this is good. This is the little and, um, dove coming out. Yeah, this, you know, yeah. and we were kind of we were because we were doing her her dates. Yeah, and we kind of both knew. You know, she was like, I'm I'm feeling a bit off, and I was like, get a pregnancy test. Yeah, you know, I remember she, she, we found out in Duns in Tip Town. 
you know, we couldn't even wait to get home. Classy fuckers. Oh, I tell you, you know, <laughs> fucking, you know, there's no fucking airs and graces with us. Um, well, look, she went to the Jackson. Fair, I up. actually do think I did do a pregnancy test in Tarla Shopping Centre when I was young one, so... Yeah, look, I fucking true. Hey, yeah. I mean, the chemist is there, the Jacks is there. Yeah, fuck away, it was, you know. You know if you um, need to know, you need to know. John, you know, and like, we, we were kind of doing the dates then, because Mam's, um, Mam's birthday was in August, and then I think her due date was kind of working out, like, roughly, like, Mam's birthday. Oh, wow. So we're like, okay, right, so this could be... We we'll take yeah. this as a sign, yeah, you know? Of course. Maybe some good luck, yeah. you know, maybe... A year without a funeral yeah. would be nice. Please God, yeah. So we went on, and because, see, because of the previous miscarriages, Michelle was classed as a high-risk high risk pregnancy. pregnancy. So it right. was the early pregnancy unit. So we were going to the early pregnancy unit, and everything was fucking flying. Baby's measuring perfect. There's a heartbeat. Right. Yeah. There's that, blah, 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 blah. And then we were like, for the three months gone, we wanted to bring Killian with us, you know? Okay. Because we, we wanted to be like, hey, Killian, remember all that? Getting excited. Yeah. 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 Hey, He's had all this shit. Now look at the Something to celebrate stuff. for a change. Yeah. Yes. Do you know? And, um, Such a young, like, uh, like all those funerals before yeah. he was even 10. Do you know? That was, what? That was 2020. Um... Fuck me. Went for the three months scan. And brought him. And straight away. No, we were actually not allowed to bring them. Oh, and we okay. delighted we weren't because straight away we knew something was up. After three months Yeah, scan. they were doing the scan and your woman was kind of like, there's a spot here. She wasn't... Co- she could obviously, like, it, it's a thing that's a nine book on the hospital. You're like, what's wrong with me? They have a fair idea, but they can't tell you because Insurance. just in case they're wrong, you know. So she was like, look, there might be something going on here. You need to go see UMH. Now, before we'd even left the hospital, Michelle got a call from Cork when we went down. And we found out what was happening was, I can't remember the term, but there was something wrong with his kidneys. Okay. And then... You say COVID, his, so he knew. Yeah, oh, we knew, yeah. Uh, and then COVID kicked in. Yeah. And then we lockdowns and blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Yeah. We were up and down to Cork quite a bit. Um... Is that what was happening was his his kidneys weren't functioning. Um, so what happens with a baby, like with an embryo, is basically they they swallow the amniotic fluid and then they pee it back out and then they swallow it and then they pee it. And yeah. That's kind of cycle that. Yeah. What was happening was he was swallowing and he wasn't peeing it back out. Little you know. Um, and then because of that, there was probably indications that there was some other stuff going on as well. Okay. Um. So. You know, I remember like the two of us are floored, and you know, I'm just you know. She's how far gone at this stage? She's probably three months. Right. Okay. You know, but it kind of it was kind of spread out over a certain amount of time. Yeah. And um, I think it was spread out over probably about three or four months, and um, you know, I think he was kicking and everything. You know, everything else seemed completely normal. You know. Um, so eventually they want to do a thing called an amniocentesis and yes. an amniocentesis is basically where they put in a big needle through your belly yeah. they take a sample of the fluid and they test it to send it to England to be tested so they That's did right. that they sent it on they, and I believe that is a very traumatic experience oh God, it's, for it's, a pre- I, the mother not, I'm, I'm not joking like yeah. you, if you knew Michelle you saw Michelle you, like you know you saw how small she was yeah. she was the hardest bastard I've ever met she was she one was woman. Fu- like yeah. the amount of things the littlest just, person I probably knew in my life but definitely yeah. like the, the amount of things yeah. physical and mental yeah. that she had to put up with. Like, I remember holding her hand through it. But not only put up with, coped with. Yeah, and she did. And, you know, and it did, like, it hit her hard. And, like, the two of us were trying to, we're trying to be hopeful that maybe, look, maybe there's a surgery, maybe there's a this, maybe there's yeah. a this. Yeah. And then 
some genius in the HSE got the bright fucking idea that only pregnant women were allowed in. And like before that, they were very yeah. accommodating. They would yeah, like, they'd allow me in with her, you know? Yeah. And then when we had to get the results, uh, I wasn't allowed to go in. Well, she had to go in results. and meet the doctor. And, and we told all this stuff. It turned out there was a list as long as your arm or stuff wrong with it. Right. Um, they used terms like um, fatal fetal abnormalities, uh, incompatible life. Um, his kidneys hadn't developed. His lungs hadn't developed. He had no sign of a bladder. Two hemispheres oh, of his brain okay. never properly. So there was just a litany of stuff. Um, and that just fucking florist, you know? I remember going home and Did the train. Did that feel like that was the final fucking blow? But do you know what? I think the two was kind of just switched off. It's like your your it's like your brain kind of goes into like self-defense mode where it's like, right, I'm just gonna go bye-bye for a while. And you just yeah. go numb. You know, and like I just I went into protection mode. I just went into Mind her. What do you want? Do you want to get a Chinese? Do you want to go for a drive? And you're what all do you want just to do? Trying to cope with your own. Yeah, do you know? But at here. the same time, I'm kind but of like, I know Michelle you know, I'm like, her for hours. Do you know? Yeah. I'm like, look, I've got all this going on, but I'll deal with my stuff later. So Michelle had to take in all of that on her own. Yeah. And come out to you. Yeah. And go home with that little baby in her belly, yeah. knowing all that. It's the most messed up feeling in the world. It's the most fucked up thing. Like yeah. you're, you can feel him kick. Yeah, you know, the only way he's coming home is in a box. So what was the, and Dave, uh, uh, we, I told you before this, I didn't want to ask any un uncomfortable no, questions. No, you're fine, like I said. What, what, what were they saying, that had she to go full term? Would she go? What no, was they, like they, they gave the option. They said, like, you know, would you like to do something about it now? Or the, the, the phrase used was early induction, but Michelle was like, you know, um, no thanks, blah de blah de blah. But like they kind of said, there are certain things to watch out for because you could go into labour very quick. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, and how far was she at this she stage? She was seven and a half months. She started getting pains. Brought her to the hospital. The hospital were like, look, this is, this you know, is... this is this is happening. Okay. You know. Um, Did Killian know? Killian knew. Yeah, yeah I remember we, we were putting off telling for as long as humanly possible and yeah. there was one day at home and we were just like, we have to do it. Yeah. And up until that point, it was easily the worst day of either of our fucking lives. Yeah. Because Killian just broke down. I remember we um we brought him into the sitting room and we said, we have to talk to you about something. And Killian, Killian being around enough stuff by then. That there was probably know, resilience about was, him. He kind of knew there was something wrong. And he yeah. was like, is it about the baby? And we were like, yeah. look. And he was like, no, no, no. And we're frightened the shit out of us the way he reacted. And like, of course it was. He kept asking. And that's your baby. Yeah. You reacting know? like that. Yeah. And he kept asking for my cousin Damo. Um, like Damo, Damo's always like a part of the farm for myself. And Damo will be friends since we were knee high, you know. And um, we called Damo to come down. And you know, we told, you know... Totally I no, Damo had no one anyway, do you know? Yeah, yeah. He was here, and I remember it's we went over there and we told Alan's two lads as well, and I just kind of was like, fucking on the steam of doing it, mm. we may as well keep going, do you know? Okay, yeah. And um, I remember then, like, like they, they had to pull some serious strings for me to be allowed into the hospital with her at that time, would you believe? Do you know? And she was fucking, in a room. She was I would never hour, understand like, this. No. Well, I, I know COVID was horrific. I know. People died from it. I know it was a pandemic. Yeah. It was horrific. But you know me. I'm a massive mental health yeah. advocate. 
and I just don't fucking care. No woman, man, child, when they're getting news like that, mm. that is life or death, should be receiving that news on oh, yeah. their own. No, no, no. I don't fucking Do you know? care. And like, because, I mean, like, they were basically gonna, you know, because the thing was, there was no difference between her giving birth to him if there was nothing wrong, or her giving birth to him with everything. Oh. You know? Um, yeah. And like, we were dealing with bereavement midwives, which are some of the most amazing fucking human beings on the face of the planet. They really are. Yeah. Um, she had him, and it was so nice down there. Were like, you were there? Were I was there with her there? when she gave birth, you know? Yeah. And, um, but they actually, they, they gave her a nickname below the hospital. Uh, small but mighty. I love that. Yeah. You know, I was trying to think of um, a that's, title that's, for this episode, and you've literally yeah. just given it to me. That's that's what they, like, they were, you know, and they weren't saying it just to be nice, like, you know, some of them were like, your missus is a fucking legend, you know? But like, what was really nice was they, they doted over him as well. Like he was like, can you normal baby? Little Do you know? And they gave us a thing, uh, there's a group called Felicon, and they were just, like, we were supposed to be in the hospital until the Friday. We were like, we want to go home. We just want to go home. We just want to go home and take care of him. They went out of their way. There was a guy who worked overnight in his workshop to give us a little coffin for him. Oh, stop. But they also gave us a thing called a cuddle cot or a cold cot. Okay. And you basically put it in the Moses basket and it keeps him cool to stop, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So you can spend a little bit of time. So we brought him home and we spent time with him at home for a day or two, do you know? And like, there's like just so many people come in. Like, I, I happened to a friend of ours before, mm. and I remember going to the house, and she was like, Would you like to come in and see him? And I was like, I can't. You know, I completely bitched out of it. I remember he having him home, but, and I remember. But there were so there were so many people, and look again. If you if people found you couldn't come in, that's fine. And it was COVID, and I would, and, yeah. and I would never judge anybody. You know, do what suits you. You know. Yeah. But there were so many people that came in and daughter over him, and you it know, just it's so fucking wrong. Oh, it's but it's it's so like it's great that you know come you home, to bring and him take home, him home and, and cuddle him and he's home. Yeah, what know, did he call him? Uh, John James. So we named him at both of our dads. Yeah, do you know our um, little JJ? You know. Now I do know um, this, folks, but I just wanted you all to know about little John James too. You know, but um. So we had a service then, um, I suppose after maybe about two or three days. Yeah. Um, they played a song at the graveyard then called Jealous of the Angels. Love that song. Beautiful song. Beautiful song. I've heard it three times in my life and I probably won't ever listen to it again I because I can't, yeah. you know. Um, yeah. But it was great. Like the support, again, the support from all of our friends. Like I, you know, like... If any of them are listening now, I just want to know how much I love the bones of every last single one of them because we are surrounded by some really good fucking people. Like and I've we are. Held you up when you've been. Oh, they're brilliant. But Dave, like. Uh, and family as well. I, I of can't, course, I can't family, friends, family, and like, your family isn't always blood. No, but that's it. And yeah. I draw no distinctions. I really no, don't. No, I don't either. I, you know, I, I really completely don't. agree with you, you know, on that. And, but I just want <coughs> to actually just take a second to acknowledge this before we go on. And I knew this was going to be probably one of the longest episodes I've done because I really wanted this to have the airtime and the length. And however long this interview, this chat will take, we don't interview, let's go. 
But I just want to take a second here for anyone who is listening who doesn't know Dave. I just want you to take in how much this young man and this young woman in their late 20s have been through right up to now, to this point where we've come. You've lost your parents. You've had miscarriages. You have carried a little boy full term and lost him. You've had to sit with your own little boy and try and protect him from a world that has just been fucking cruel. So much to you. I I try and imagine put myself in both your shoes, but I suppose look, I'm I'm a woman, so I will be more inclined mm-hmm. to try yeah, and picture how yeah, well, it's Michelle's easier shoes. Yeah. And I'm trying to picture the strength, the mental strength to get up every day, to take care of my child that I have while coping with all of that in my head. And And I don't think I would have been able to. Look, don't get me wrong, it hit hit her and it hit her hard. Like there was kind of like, you know, Mm -hmm. do you know, it was was like the one thing we were looking forward to, you know, and like, that little ray of sunshine. And I'll be honest, the following two years after that, I mean, it was COVID, so we yeah. didn't do much, but they were also adorable. And like, yeah. the two of us, like, we were pretty down and depressed during the winter, which is, you know, it's gas, because I always used to say, lockdown will be fine during the winter time. You do nothing anyway. Yeah. The winter after it was hard. It was very, yeah. very hard. But, um, I suppose our ray of sunshine then was when she found out she was pregnant with us. And even that she was able to to be emotionally strong enough yeah. to go through a pregnancy oh, yeah, again. Oh, yeah, yeah, Do you know? Like, I'm blown away by yeah, that. Yeah, it's like, we weren't exactly trying, but we weren't exactly not trying either. You I know, you, we were yeah. kind of yeah. leaving it up to the fates, so to speak. I will never forget meeting her um, in the shop, and she saying she was expecting, and I was just over the moon. And she was, she was oh, yeah. gone quite far, so I knew Oh, yeah, yeah. Sure. Everything was like Michelle ate no. a big breakfast, you'd know. Like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, exactly. I love that. Whereas me, nah, I just I look like I've had a big breakfast all the time. And I Meet your I was so delighted. Mm. Now obviously again lockdown, I didn't get to see you guys much, but oh my god. And then when I heard you had Oshin and like I'm I'm not gonna lie, like we were so happy. But we were terrified. But, Shitting it. Yeah. You know, um, but no, but and again, even for Killian, you must have been even terrified of going through that again. Oh, yeah. Oh, Killian, the, the anxiety. Like, I wasn't, yeah. wasn't vocalising it, but I was fucking so scared that something's going to happen. But, like, yeah. things were going well and things were going good. And we were just trying, you know, we were, we were trying not to really jinx ourselves. I mean, yeah. the care she got below Clamel was, oh, was second yeah. to none. There was uh, a bereavement midwife that dealt with us, and she was a fucking firecracker oh, she was brilliant you know and then like kind of I remember like Michelle used to love like I've, I've been going down uh, through her phone and like between me and Michelle um, 
we have something like 8,000 photographs and Michelle's constantly taking pictures and yeah, I was going back to her Snapchats and you, you know you, you are should. you so grateful for that I am so, oh man like our generation is so lucky we have that yeah. I have videos I'll never forget the song Connor gives out to me for the amount of pictures yeah. I take sometimes but you know it's, stupid. It's, it's the most mundane things you miss the most yeah, is it? not, it's not the posed pictures no but she got so many videos of Ushin kicking the living shit out of her I mean <laughs> and it, it was great because she'd be lying on the couch and she'd like you know her she'd have her bed on display and I remember like the emo called down one night yeah. and um, what's it called uh, he was like he was kicking and pushing so much like you could feel when he turned over you could like almost feel his shoulder class but you could feel him like you could see him kicking and stuff like that but like he was kicking so hard and so far out the emo was like Are, do we call a doctor or a priest yeah do you know I like, know it, yeah it was, like, you know like that scene from Alien with the face huggers yeah. just about pushing out it was like that yeah. you know and like Shit. It was, yeah. you know, it wasn't, it wasn't the hardest pregnancy. She was tired a lot now, do you know? And, of course she was, um, yeah. Well, she got, no, sorry, she, she wasn't hard pregnancy. She got uh, gestational diabetes. Oh, so that was a bit shit. of a kick in the day. Okay. No, she handled it pretty well, though, to yeah, be fair. Yeah, but then in yeah. October, she got COVID. Why she was pregnant? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Why not? She did, yeah. Sure, no, of course. Yeah. She No, she was. She ended up being fine, thank God. Thank you God, know. yeah. Um, we got through Christmas okay. Um... She had ushering in on the 8th of January. Mm. And again, Michelle being Michelle, um, she went so fast. Like, I was at home with, with Killian. Michelle didn't play. Yeah, she was in the <laughs> hospital. I think they brought her for the last, I think, three or four days, she was in the hospital, you know, just they were keeping an eye on her. And uh, she rang me and she was like, right, you know, kind of Thunderbirds are go. So I was like, right, I have to get in. Killian over to Alan's house. I'd be straight down. By the okay. time I got Killian across the road, I got to New Inn. She had had him. And I remember, oh she, I remember she was saying when they were taking her, she was like, can I have the petty thing now? And she said, the nurse tapped her on the shoulder and was, oh, honey, you're so far past that now. <laughs> Again, gas and air is all she had. She's a hero. I remember, I remember I got to New England and she's like, yeah, Dave, I had him. Oh, you know? my God. So you literally get to the hospital I got to the and hospital your son. And she's already there. <laughs> Hi. Yeah. And then, you know, we were there for ages then. And uh, I was And starting. even that, to go through the birth on her own. She then. got shitty with me then because I ate her tea and toast. Dave, you did not eat her. I didn't mean it, but I, I had to have my dinner. I was like, Oh, you fucking crazy. I was like, Dear, no. You poor fucker. Hey, I was actually driving the whole way down. Oh, yeah, in fairness. <laughs> yeah, 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 in fairness. <laughs> like, you couldn't deprive you. I know, yeah. Dude, <laughs> seriously. I don't remember. I was kind of not going to me. She was, I would have fucking hit <laughs> your head off. I remember she was there and she was like, You fucker. And I was like, I was like, I thought that was for me. She was like, Why would it be for you? Yeah, you have a baby. Yeah, what? Did you really think the toast was yours? Genuinely, yeah. Because they brought me in a cup of tea. Oh, know? yeah. So, Poor daddy. I know it's right. She, she got more tea and toast in the end. You know, so she was fine. Like, you know, if anything, it wasn't that nice. Anyway, oh, my God. Was that is so funny. Yeah. <laughs> you dickhead. <laughs> that was a dick move. Oh, I was. I'm going right. to give yeah. you that. Yeah, Fair yeah. Enough. You know, I'm telling you all along <laughs> how awesome you are, but that was yeah. a dick move. And yeah. especially for Michelle, for someone who loved food. <laughs> yeah. Like, for anybody like who didn't know, if you look at her, you'd be like, Jesus there isn't a pick on her. You would think she did not eat. She, she had a like, horse. She, Michelle's idea of a healthy breakfast was changing the oil in the frying pan. <laughs> I shit you not. She was cooking, we were cooking, um, it was like, you know, before we have kids, it's like two o'clock in the morning. Oh, God, you know, you get the goo for food. Yeah, yeah. So like, rasher sandwiches. And Michelle's oh, cooking yeah. them. 
And she's heaping brown grease up on top of her ashes and cooking. <laughs> and she's like, I can't fucking wait to eat these. And I was but like... you know what? Thank God she was like that. Yeah. Thank God. Oh, she really? lived her best life. Listen, if, if genuine, if she had a metabolism like me, she would have been on the, like, at my 500 pound life. And I, I'm, I'm genuinely not over-exaggerating yeah. here. Yeah. She had like breakfast, second breakfast, yeah. lunch, dinner. Yeah. Do you know? She was healthy as a horse at that, that point. That was it. Like, you know, like, she blood was. sugars were perfect. Cholesterol yeah, yeah. was perfect. She just loved food. So we, you settle into yeah. your new life as a family of four. Yeah, everything and everything started going. Everything started going great. Because that was last January, twelve months. Yeah, so we're saying twenty twenty two. Yeah, do you know, and yeah. every, everything was going pretty normal. I um, I was absolutely, I I you know, I kind of thought done this before, you know. So my yeah. first rodeo. Second, second time around yeah. now that's easier. So for not having a kid in your mid thirties, uh, big difference. Especially when you racked up the body count we had. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. it was terrifying. It, it was, was terrifying. absolutely terrifying as a newborn. Yeah. Michelle was an absolute, just a natural, a, yeah. pure, a pure pro. Like yeah. any question I had, I was like, Michelle, am I doing this right? I would. Like, what do you think of this, Michelle? What do you think of that, Michelle? Do you know, I actually at one point, <laughs> I heard a public health nurse came to. Uh, you know, she, she uh, came to me and she was like, Any questions? I was like, Oh, me, 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 me. <laughs> and I was like, Blah, 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 blah. I was like, Stupid question number 29. Because yeah. I'm a firm believer in asking every dumb question. I believe that too. Know? Yeah, knowledge but is power. Michelle actually turned around to me one day and she goes, Pat, will you do me a favor? I was like, She goes, Will you please just fucking stop? <laughs> and I was like, What? And she goes, I know you're I nervous. Got this. But I got but shut okay. up for five minutes. Yeah, yeah, do you know? Yeah. And I remember, like, I immediately took um, my paternity leave when he was born. Yeah. Uh, straight away. Yeah. Didn't give fuck over. You yeah. Know, kiss parents. Yeah, work. of course. Uh, and it was brilliant. They're it the moments yeah. that, yeah. Do you know? Yeah. And I remember, like, thanks to, like, the, these, like, uh, what's called, you have, like, your paternity benefit, and then you have, like, parents leave and stuff like that. A so I was actually yeah. able to take a week off here, a week off Excellent. there. Yeah. You know, I was able to give a dig out more at home. Yeah. Everything everything was going great. We had And um, even though you're saying that you you know, you see the toll in your thirties, the other thing is as though you are older and you a bit more of a well oiled yeah. machine. Oh in yeah, terms yeah, of yeah. You know, the and like there were the, like there were times early on in our relationship, like we had rough times and I'll be honest with you, I was a bit of an immature little bastard, you know what I mean? All you and guys are she yeah. <laughs> yeah. she would have been well within her rights to say, you know what? Fuck you, I'm out of here. Well, we all which, were, which yeah. All, all us Irish women do, made peace with Do you know what it was? It's just like, every time something shit happened, it brought us closer together. We, you know, we, we had each other's backs. You know, we joke, we were, I got your back, fam. Do you know? But like, Dave, looking at everything he went through, I mean, that was going, that, there was two paths. That was going to bring you closer together or as a couple. Or rip us clean Or rip yeah, you clean apart. Yeah, definitely. And see, we even used to, not that we used to hate, but like, when you meet people then they're like, you know, oh jeez, you've gone through an awful lot of fair play and, and the head tips. you're you're yeah. you're made of iron and we're like we're not really, you know, we're like yeah. in between disasters yeah. where But you can appreciate where where people because I know I've said it to you a hundred times, both of you. Yeah. Um you can appreciate us saying that because Oh no, I know it is not the norm for a young couple to have had honestly, so much honestly, grief. We we had gotten to the point. We had gotten to the point where we're like, is it? You know, we were just we just don't know anymore. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And were you did did that scare you? Did you ever talk about death? The two of you dying? Uh, did you ever have that conversation? We probably yeah, I think we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah we were kind of. But I think the the two of us were just kind of like. Eh. 
you know, if, if it happens, happens. Yeah, wait, yeah. Yeah, do you know? Like, did it, did it make you feel like did... you needed to really, like, live your life? Do you know what? Like, I remember someone said it to me. Someone asked me, um, you know, after we found out there was just nothing you could do, um, did you kind of, almost like your Hollywood moment, you know, like, did you stay up all night talking about stuff and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And I said, we didn't. And... Uh, like the reason was simple. It's like anything we need to say to each other, we'd said it probably a thousand times before. Thank God. You know, because yeah, you mentioned earlier about how you you always told Michelle how beautiful she was every day, every morning before I left the house. I made sure. I think that's Michelle... going to stick with me probably as the most poignant moment <laughs> out of this because. I did. I can I, feel my heart actually here now with that I, because if I if I pulled up my Facebook messages now and tried to search for like love you or miss you or miss your face, like I, I gotta ask you, that must make you feel so fucking happy that those what was seemed relatively little and yeah. just a routine to but you. But you know what then? though, we we were also um, how would you say we never took anything for granted. Yeah, we were kind of like we saw. First hand, yeah, and again, the, and you know, this this isn't just me and Michelle, it was like it was our families. I mean, pro Darren, uh, Michelle's aunties and uncles had lost yeah. their brothers, of course, you know, my own brothers, like we'd lost our parents, you know. That's typically you, I know you're acknowledging everybody else, oh, but, every, but you know, everybody needs to know because uh, if, if it was me and Michelle, do. like we we yeah. wouldn't have made it half as far, do you know, know and it's I just know, and that. it does, and it, it brings people closer together, yeah. you know, and there is that. Something about shared trauma kind yeah. of drops the walls. You don't have to, you know, the way that we all kind of put on a mask, so to speak, yeah. for certain people or occasions, yeah. or whatever. When you've been through stuff like that before, it, it kind of like it's not that it brings you closer together, but it kind of just dissolves the egos a small bit. Yeah, and I you don't that. have to. You can speak more openly and honestly with these people. And I've only learned that recently myself. Um, through um a guy I'm working with with therapy and. The ego, mm. how much damage it actually does for us, yeah, and how it's you know our ego does actually cause, you know, like doubt in yourself, that fear, that anxiety, that you can't do that. That's your ego. Yeah. Oh no, it is. You know. Yeah, yeah. And that yeah. that is a new learning. And it's it's a hard thing to get past as well. hundred percent. No. So Oshin is. Um, alive and kicking. Yeah. Bounced into this world. Happy smiling, out. You know. We're, we're back this time last year. Plan, planning what for this. This time last year, we were getting ready for John Lorraine's uh, John Lorraine's wedding. We'd actually, we'd already been to Craig and Lauren's wedding. Um, and we had a wedding the same day. Did she? Um, it was Connor's cousin. Yeah. And we couldn't go. I'll go away. And we were, I was raging. Yeah. Now, obviously, I loved I'll... the other wedding, but I was raging that I couldn't go to uh, that. No, I was, I was, no. no, I was. It was brilliant. I remember I, yeah. I had a best man speech um, yeah. planned. So you were, you were geared oh, up for this. No, I bought it. I completely bought it. I didn't, I didn't say half the stuff I wanted. I'm not good at public speaking. And I got up and like, I didn't realize the microphone was so close to my mouth. And the first thing I said was, oh, fuck. <laughs> so, uh, but I look, I got up, I said my few bits, that was it. Like, you know what I mean? Because I remember Joel Ryan, he was like, you know you're my best man. I was like, am I? He was like, we were talking about this when we were like drinking last night. I was yeah. like, man, most of the shit that we talk when we're yeah, drinking is just yeah. shit talk. Yeah. Huh? But um, yeah, we see, she had found something kind of in around that time. And 
We just shot it down to being a sister or something because it's common enough after you have a baby. Yeah. But then, you know, so that was July, kind of August, September. It's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And okay. Um, it kind of got to the point where I was like, we need to go to the doctor about this. This was a lump, Dave. Yeah, this was. But like, we kept feeling it and we were like, no, it feels like a cyst because it doesn't feel lumpy. It doesn't feel this. It doesn't feel this. And then we and Michelle was like she was feeling a lot of pain and feeling pain with breast cancer is actually very uncommon. Extremely. Yeah, and we were looking it up and we we're like, no, in very rare cases it's sore. Yeah, because neither that of was us, one of the first indications for my mum. Yeah, she but, had no pain. But one of but like neither of us wanted to say it, but the two of us were like, right, extremely rare. Fuck, that's probably us, isn't yeah. it? Oh, you know? Dave. Yeah. And um, so she went to her doctor. Doctor sent her to Annie in Limerick, and like. I had never had any experience with Limerick before. Okay. All of our experience was with Clonmel. Yeah. And I was like, oh, great. UHL, what a shithole here. I hadn't either. Go, yeah. You know? Yeah. I ate those words very, very, very soon after. You do, don't you? I really did. That hospital is amazing. Yeah. The amount, if you spend any time down there at all, the amount of moving parts just to keep that place running. It's is insane, here, isn't it? From administration to porters to cleaners to people who work in the shops, it's yeah. it's it's it's, it's, it's a well it's, it's mad, like, yeah. you know. We she went down anyway. We went to Amy. Okay. Um, they sent her for a mammogram and uh, a biopsy. And that's very rare for a girl of Michelle's age to be sent for a mammogram. Yeah. It's normally oh, ultrasound. Yeah. You know, yeah, no, that so, was. That was probably so. Do you know what it was? They, no, they did the ultrasound, and after the ultrasound, they were like, "Right, mammogram, biopsy." Now, um, after watching the child being born, I'd already kind of admitted, like, you know, put my hands up and being like, "Right, you know, women are probably the stronger than the sexes." Yeah, of course. Watching a biopsy be done. Yeah. Dear Jesus. They're not nice. No. No. And like she was sore, she was battered after. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And mammograms are, are uh, traumatic. Yeah, no, they're not nice. At yeah, all, they're traumatic. Know? Yeah. And um, so they did that. Um, to wait two weeks for the results. Results. So went home, and they're like, "Joe, go home. Don't worry about it." We're like, "Yeah, right." And they, Michelle was like, "I know it's cancer," and I was like, "Just show up again, Joe. It's it's not. It's not. It's fine." But I can't. She knew. Did, did, look, the two of us kind of it, I we. We dealt with enough shit that it's it's kind of at that point it was hard to be optimistic, you know. Um, so we went back, met this uh, surgeon. The surgeon was like, "It is." She said, "You have metastatic breast cancer. You have a very uncommon form of it. Uh, it was a triple negative something or other. So what they do is they test for three different hormones. If the hormones aren't present, it's this particular kind." She said, "It likes to grow. It likes to spread." Um, it doesn't like treatment. So they said, they, they put her on treatment plan, they said, we're going to give you this chemotherapy. Um, it's four rounds. All they can give you is four rounds. That's it. That's all you can get in your life. Otherwise, you can fuck up your heart. That's you know? Right. Yeah. Um, so we were like, you know, which I was like, just do the mastectomy. And they're like, no, you're fine. You know, we, we can do it this way. And blah, 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 blah. And, um, so she started were you in her, autopilot, Dave, at this stage? Were you just kind of like, okay, let's damage, just go with damage it? Damage control mode, yeah, just yeah, yeah. not even thinking a month yeah. ahead. We're just yeah, going to go from point A, one point B, to the other. give us yeah. the literature. We're going to read the literature. What do I need to do? Okay. I immediately started working on getting out of work and becoming her care. Yeah. Because when she started her chemo. And did you tell Killian? 
We did, yeah. 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 How did um, he take it? Better than we thought. Yeah. But we were kind of like, I think he kind of shut down his mob it though. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. And he like his first thing he said, he goes, Are you gonna die? And we're like, no, no. You know, um, but like he just had a lot of experience with it. Like he knew. Isn't it terrible? Like, yeah. It's just... so sad that he was so excited. Yeah. Now Dave has relieved his bladder so we can continue. <laughs> um, um, this is definitely the record for the longest episode. Yes. <laughs> but Sorry. <laughs> I, please don't apologise yeah. because if any episode was ever going to deserve this, it's this one for yeah. our Michelle. So we'll go back to... The so we, plan for chemotherapy, the four yeah. rounds. So her chemo started in October. Uh, I started working on my exit plan from work. Uh, Michelle uh, planned her kind of, not her last huzzah, but just one of her last nights out before her treatment started. So herself and right. a bunch of the girls went off and had a great night. Lovely. You know, delighted. They, they did. They had a really fucking great time. Like yeah. She came home at like half five in the morning, pissed as a fart. I fucking love yeah, that. Yeah, came into the came into the bed, roaring, laughing, hugging, and kissing me. And like, wh- how many people would do that? Yeah, never, never, ever, ever, ever got dr- uh, angry when she was drunk, ever. I've never seen her angry. Do you know, drunk. never. Do you know? But who, like, who, who do you know that has the fucking strength to go and have a pre chemo party? Yeah, that was it. And she was like, I'm going out. Yeah, and she was like, I'm going out with the girls, and I'm going out and fucked up, you know. She's awesome. Yeah, so she so started she started yeah. chemo. What scared the shit out of her actually about the whole home side of thing was I had to give her an injection after her first four rounds, and this nurse came out to show me how to do it. And, and this, what every day? Uh, every for her first four rounds of chemo. Okay. Was, so instead of putting her on steroids, they gave her this injection called Mulasta. It, it boosts, uh, bolsters your immune system. And you had to. I had to give it to her. Yeah, frighten the crap out of her. I me, I'd be the same. Me being me, whenever when like the nurse was showing me how to do it, I was like, it's okay, Michelle. It's just a little prick. Do you know? And I was cracking jokes and all this kind of stuff. And she like, will you please? She's like, just like you. Yeah. Man. She was like, will you take this fucking seriously? Do you yeah, know? And yeah. Poor girl. She had to get a um. The type of cancer she had is is was fueled by estrogen, you know. Yeah. So your own that's a massive problem. Yeah, do you know. Yeah. So she had to get a, an implant then, um, that uh basically put her into an artificial menopause. Yeah. Do you know she was really getting it from off fucking angles, like do you know. Emotionally, hormonally. I, I didn't help them because mentally. when she was getting the the implant done, um, she was kind of nervous, and when she gets nervous, I crack jokes. Do you know? Yeah. And I didn't mean it, but when your mom was taking the thing out, I was like, Jesus Christ, the size of that fucking needle. You're a dickhead. She was like, you bastard. But that, again, that was yeah. he. That was your... That was that us, was yeah. Like, yeah. I'd be, like, if you and she might, you might, she might have been given out, but I can guarantee you that's if, what she needed. If, if you didn't know us and you met us on a night out, you probably thought we would have we hated each other. So we used yeah. to fucking terrorise one another. <laughs> Joe, we really did. But, um, so no, she started getting treatment. The chemo... Chemo started, it, it worked, you know what I mean? There was a noticeable shrinkage in the tumour and the whole, yeah. whole idea was like, um, you were going to shrink the tumour to a certain size, uh, take it out, take it around, surround the tissue. There was no need for a mastectomy or anything like that. No need. Um, do you know, and, you know, it all seemed good. I Don't get me wrong, it was... This was before Christmas. This is before Christmas. Yeah. This is your kind of October, November, December. Yeah. Um, no, don't get me wrong, it was hard because I was still... Yeah. I was still trying to juggle work. Yeah. Uh, Oshin started going through sleep regression, so he yeah. was waking up three or four times a night. Nothing Michelle hard. wasn't well. So we, there's we, a newborn baby, yeah. uh, as in an infant. Yeah. A teenager, 
man child man child you know and then the only the only, like the, the 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 only person who was holding the dog and pony show together was really sick you know um yeah. it, was, it was a steep learning curve for me because i had to go from course. like coming home and you know kind of thinking you know You're i really had to, to yeah. find out that i really didn't do as much at home as i thought i did yeah. you know um but, you know, we, we fell into a bit of a groove, you know, and we yeah. kind of had to take a step back from people just because she was basically kind of immunocompromised, you know, and I yeah. remember, like, there was one time she was running a little bit of a temperature, and yeah. I rang the nurse in um, uh, uh, 6B, like, you can get in contact with them anytime there, and, like, there's always someone there to talk yeah. to, you know, they're brilliant, and yeah. I was like, look, she's running a temperature of, like, 37.9, any from her 7.5 up. It's like hospital territory. Is but, it? Yeah, all it is because you can go septic in an hour. Is that? It's because your immune you system. Answer, yeah, it's because. Yeah, that, that wouldn't be normally a high temperature. No, 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 for, no. But for 37 for, and above, it's like you ring us and you yeah, probably okay. have to come in. Okay. And um, I remember saying to the nurse, I was like, well, look, you know, we were going to go in the morning. And the nurse said to me, she was like, well, she was here last Wednesday. Um, and we weren't able to do her treatment because I don't know if the phrase she used was newly static or something, but it basically meant the previous Wednesday she was in there, she had no immune system at all. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, she can go septic within an hour. I was like, is it okay with you if I hang up the phone? I'm going to call an ambulance right yeah, now. Yeah, because you were terrified. Oh, no, that was, I wasn't taking any chances at yeah, all. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was, so you rang an ambulance? Yeah, I was like, she used to slide me, like, we go down to the hospital and they were asking her about, like, temperatures and stuff like that. She'd say, ask Mother Hen over there. Yeah, you know, I yeah. was beyond protective. I was checking yeah. her temperature several times a day. I was like, "You're not eating this. We we have to do this. We have to do this." You know, I was just I was just trying to take care of her. I suppose, you know. Of course, you were. But she got her up to Christmas. Everything seemed okay. Um, I remember meeting you um at Christmas. Do you remember in that place beside Mister Price? Oh fuck! I yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that actually. Yeah, yeah. We and were in line. You, we spirit. were on the way out, and you were on yeah. the way in. Yeah. And, we, and I was like, "Hey, Connor, there's loads of geeky yes, action figures and shit." Yeah. Your your yeah man child selves, as you say, and I remember chatting with her, and I I had met her prior to that when she had just been diagnosed, and. Then I was talking to her there and I was just like, how is this girl talking to me? Yeah. So fucking Constantly. nonchalant she was and upbeat. smiling. Yeah. yeah. Like I was blown away and uh, yeah. She was so upbeat. Like, you know, she was yeah. like, okay, yeah. You know, actually, there's something I, I, I completely forgot to mention here and I'd be a grade A prick if I didn't. Um, because I left work, we were kind of financially, we were in a bit of a predicament. Yeah. And uh, there's friends of ours started to go hunt me. That's right. And um, I, to this day, still can't get over it. Um, like I, I still like it's it's I'm blanking on. Like I was there. Like there was Teresa was you know kind of coming up and, and helping us out with like you know the years of your passwords and stuff and yeah i know the other girls and lads if you're listening and i've forgotten you i'm so fucking sorry i don't, really really you am really don't. Um, everybody who know who helps you guys yeah, know but who you, you look are. you know who you are and you know how much i love you and how much i i you know i can't say thanks enough but like that got us through christmas that got us like without that we would have been screwed yeah. you know yeah. and just and they 
every single person who donated. It takes a village, though. It does. They, you know, it literally does take a village. But like how. And it's testament to how much. Well, how quickly loved. it went up and how how much it went up in such a short space of time to every single person out there. Like yeah. he literally made our Christmas, and I can't. It's a death, another death. That's not a death. That was you know? a pleasure. That was but, a pleasure um, for every single yeah, person. Yeah, I just said I better get that in and there. And again, because, a testament to you and to Michelle and how much you love. You know, but um, but yes, yeah, so we got to Christmas. Yeah. Uh, Christmas. Yeah, we we went all out for Christmas. You, did, you know, yeah. um, uh, I I I went nuts on Michelle. I bought loads of, of stuff. Of course, you did. Yeah. And, uh, Killian and got a lovely time. Killian got this massive Lego set. We went away and we stayed. We went away. Uh, Stephen's night we stayed in a hotel below in um, Waterford fabulous and that was our first time away in a hotel uh, in about six years oh god love you the last yeah. time we went away together was for Valentine's in 2017 wow we hadn't um, been away together life had been yeah just yeah. there has just been so much shit got in the way and it was brilliant and I remember um, I kind of I'm not a superstitious person but I remember we were outside and uh, I was having a smoke and I looked up and I saw there was a crescent moon and it was a star above it. Go away. And on the way in then, um, they had this uh, glass case with jewellery in it. Hmm. And there was a necklace on it and it was a crescent moon with a star just You're inside joking. it. Yeah. Um, and I was like, Killian, bring your mom upstairs. And he was like, what? Bring her upstairs. Yeah, and he was like, oh, okay. And I remember I got it for her and she took a picture of it. And I, I only found the picture after when I was going through her Snapchat. She uh, she wrote the boys got me this um to remind me I'm gonna get better and I'm gonna go into remission. Actually, I got a tattoo it onto my wrist for my birthday. Little um birthday little birthday present for me to me, you know. I love that. I mean, we had a lovely time out, but um she kind of started. She went back for a checkup and the tumor that was there started getting bigger and bigger and. Between her last really strong chemo in December and February, yeah, um, it had actually gotten bigger than when it was yeah. before. before. And it was basically, the powerful chemo did something, but the other chemos didn't do anything. Okay. It just completely ignored treatment. Yeah. You know, and it was, it was, it happens with about 15% of people. And if there was something going to go wrong, we were the advice. 15%. So uh, they said, listen, we're not dicking around here. You're going for surgery. We're doing a mastectomy. Um, yeah. <laughs> do you know what day she had her surgery? Valentine's Day. Did she? Yeah, because what's me and Michelle like, you know? <laughs> and um, the surgery went brilliant. The surgeon rang me after the surgery, and she told me, um, she actually made a point to mention how fucking tough Michelle was. For the size of her, do you know, she was like, I girl was small, she, well, she never complained, she never gave out, she's been an absolute pleasure to the, the head strength, yeah. Like, do you know, and like the surgery went brilliant. Um, she had the surgery, she came home with these, it's, it's actually funny, she had these two drains kind of coming out from these two different spots, That's you right, know, yeah. and then the whole area itself is like vacuum sealed. And I had to basically drain these two, she called them her hand grenades because when they're like these plastic bulbs, I'm in the inflate shape of hand grenade. We were inside the room and um, the nurse is going, now Dave, you know, you're going to be doing this, so watch carefully. And she flicks open the thing. She goes, you want to point it away from yourself because, you know, and she opened it and I got sprayed with the fluid. <laughs> and she goes, because that might happen. Because that might happen. And I'm there kind of white and <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Mostly it was paracetamol. I, I was going to say no and Michelle probably Panadol. Yeah. Paracetamol, that's all she took. And they were giving her morphine and she, she was like... She wanted to go here no. and she, she did take them from time to time when she needed them, but after that it was paracetamol. Do you know what to... They told her go home and relax and I had to keep an eye on the drains and stuff. Now I brought her to the care doc and twice and the hospital once because I thought there was a bit of after leakage the around. Yeah, because yeah. I wasn't taking any fucking chances. I, I don't blame you. Yeah, in, yeah, you know? it does. And yeah, absolutely. Like I remember she, um, I remember she was really self-conscious because obviously, you know, woman. Of course. Like that, you know? Yeah. But like. Emotionally. Yeah. And I remember like saying, I was like, would you just show me, do you know? And I was kind of thinking myself deep down, I was like, is this gonna? How am I gonna react to this myself? Yeah. I was like, it's not about you, but just kind of curious. And I'm hand on heart, one hundred percent dead honest. I I swear on my parents' graves, I didn't feel any different. Yeah, I didn't feel. Time. I didn't feel any. There was no revulsion. There was no pang yeah. of sympathy. I was like, you're just as beautiful now you're as you you're still Michelle. always have been. Yeah. Do you know? Michelle. I was like, you could be a pair of legs attached to a forehead, and I'd yeah. still love it. You know. <laughs> I do, love that. Do you know? Um, so. The surgery was over, and was it you went back then for the? So yeah, we went in. They said the surgery was a success. They couldn't find any cancer in the surrounding tissue. She had it. She'd had a CT scan done right before the surgery. Okay. CT scan was clear. Thank God. There was nothing. Right. Um, we were like brilliant. They were like go and plan for your summer and enjoy yourselves, and we were like super. Um. She had about two weeks of feeling better and like to the point where she was trying to help out with housework and I had to threaten to lock her in the room if she didn't stop. And I'm going to interject just here because that two weeks, we met you mm. and you said she has really turned the corner. Yeah. And mm. I remember going, thank God. And I said, we can come over and see her someday. Yeah. And you were like, yeah, of course. I was yeah. hop, skipping and jumping. Uh, you were everybody. on cloud nine yeah. that day. And I remember I said, thank God they're fucking catching uh, a break. You know, we were like, right. Yeah. And because there were times we were like, uh, all the shit yeah. that had come previous, we were like, this is the toughest. This yeah. is the hardest. This, for some weird reason, was the loneliest. I, I, I don't know why, you know, but... Um, because there were so many fucking people around, you know what I mean? We were wearing down the room for two seconds. You do know why, because that was your team member. Yeah. And it was your team, your teammate. That was it, though. But yeah. it was always when we were together, yeah. dealing with something, we always had each other's backs, and you, you know? And drew strength from each other. Yeah, you know, even if it was for something stupid, it was lying in bed watching first aids and eating crackers, you yeah. know? Um, so she, she, she started weeks. getting sicker then, and she wasn't well. And myself and the public health nurse, we were kind of, we were talking about maybe... Because there was a lot of pulling and stretching, you know, maybe it was from the surgery or whatever. Yeah. We had to go in to find out about her radiation and um, she had been in, she wasn't well, they said, look, we're not going to do anything today. They did some bloods. Um, and I think then that was, that was on the, I don't know what day it was, it was one of the days anyway, but she got a, a phone call two or three days later to say come come back in to something up with your bloods you know so we went in anyway on a thursday 
and um, they were like, look, we're going to keep you anyway, blah, 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 that's we're going to do more blood work, fair enough, you know, and like, the Wednesday before that, I remember going up the stairs, and I looked into the room, my heart nearly stopped, I genuinely thought that she was stone cold dead inside the bed, Jeez. she was very, very unwell, she really wasn't well at all, she wasn't, she was barely able to eat, she was in pain, she was off of pain in her stomach, um, so so it was fast it was rapid yeah so i remember coming home from the hospital on um was it uh uh yes yeah, so on the thursday and um uh i was i'd say i was in about as far as doom and uh, her oncologist called me i said he needed me to come back and i knew immediately i was like that that's not good they, they don't ring you and tell you to come back in the same fucking day if everything's hunky dory. No, you know? of course not. And um, I was like, look, I have to sort the babysitter. So Oshin um, was with Gary Nicky, and uh, I went up to the lads, and then Molly, like, um, or Molly, for a play to her, she was like, look, I'll pick up, put Oshin up, and I'll stay at your house with, with him yeah. and Kitty until you come back. And um, that was brilliant anyway. So I went back in, and we were waiting in AE, I think it was about 12 o'clock when. We were brought back up to 6B, which is the oncology ward. Uh, she was in her room on her own. Her oncologist came back in and said the results of her blood tests show it's um, in her liver. It had come back and it was affecting her liver function. And um, unfortunately, because, you know, the way HSE works, unfortunately, because it was Paddy's weekend, we had to wait until the following Tuesday for her to get a CT scan. No, sorry, to follow Monday. Um, he took me off then. He was like, can I talk to you for a minute? And um, I went off with him anyway. And he brought me into the room. And he's like, look, I don't want to tell Michelle this now because there's no point in telling her because we don't need to worry her right now. But he said, there's a chance she might not make it through the weekend. You know? And that just... Like... The whole bottom fell out of my world, you know? And I was like, is there nothing we can do? Is there nothing we can try? And like, I even said, like, is there a cause? Is it like, you know, is, is it because we had the odd beer? Is it because, you yeah. know, she didn't get a mastectomy? He Can't said, unfortunately, he said, it's just the type of cancer that she has. It does not respond to any form of treatment. He said, even if she had the mastectomy when she first went in there, he said, those couple of rogue cells that you'll never, ever always get all of it. He said, that's the problem. He said, there was no treatment they could do. And I had to go back into the room. I couldn't tell her. And to this day, I, 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 feel, like, so, I feel like such a prick for her not saying it to her. But I couldn't. Because if I had... I, I, Dave, you couldn't have said that. I couldn't, because it just would have You can't feel like a... a you, you couldn't have said that. No. Do you know? Um, I, you wouldn't have been able to verbalise that. No. So I went And to, I don't think I would have liked... To have, how can you know? Because you go from like. Would you like to have known that they were words that you actually said no, to your wife? I couldn't. I, I don't, don't know. You know but like, so I remember, you don't feel like a prick, Dave. There was a reason. Do you know what the guilt? The, the guilt. It's just one of those things. But what just, would that have? What would that have changed? It would have made everything worse. It would have made everything a lot worse. You know. But um, I remember I went into the room. She was like, "What was that about?" And I was like, "Oh, look, it's just you know." Formalities. Yeah. Just paperwork next to kin bullshit bloody bloody blah and she kept saying to me she was like look go home now uh, I'm going to get into bed and go to sleep and you know because the next day was Paddy's day and she Killian was marching with the Brayden Kappa and it was actually 
was Rasheen's first petty stage. She had followed him um, all his clothes for a petty stage, you know, and she was like, those those pictures and videos. And um Did you come back and do that for Oh I did, yeah, but I kept saying I was like, Look, I'll sleep here with you. I'll, Molly's at home, the kids are well looked after, do you know, I'll I'll um uh, do you know I'll, I'll jump into the bed beside you I'll get up a stupid clock and I'll go home because yeah, yeah. I was terrified I, like, I remember I remember sitting there and taking in every nice detail of her okay. face and because I kept thinking I was like what if I leave and the last time I ever see her do you know and um, the next few days then we're just in and out and in and out like fair play to you know, people for, for being around. Um, were you allowed to have family coming? Oh, we were allowed to have, they were so accommodating, having people in and out, you know, and I only mentioned it then to like, um, in passing to one of the nurses, I was like, we were supposed to get married, you know. I was, and this is my next, just what, yeah. And the nurse said, she was like, do you want to get married? I was like, geez, I do, of course. And, um, you know, she was like, well, people got married on board before, and, you know, she's like, is it a civil ceremony, a Catholic, Protestant, I was like, look, I'm not trying to be funny right now. I'll be whatever you want I goes, me to be. You know, if you can have me get married, name the God and I'll fucking pray to it. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, so they got everything in motion. Um, they, uh, they, I think it's called the Edeen in the hospital. They start drawing up the paperwork for an exemption for the three-month rule. Um, oh, yes. There was wow. uh, a judge and a court clerk were below in the courthouse filing the paperwork. I think it was at the Friday night. Um, Stop it. The county registrar was at the rugby that weekend yeah. uh, in Dublin. He was quite happy to take calls. Yeah. Uh, they opened up the offices in St. Camillus's on the Sunday for me to go down so we could get our to marriage, get marriage certificate. certificate. Yeah. Um, like... People went out of their way to help us. Do you know? I was Michelle excited. <coughs> oh, she was so happy. She went down to my cousin Tina and her mum and Tina's daughter and my niece brought her down to the Crescent to get her dress. And she got her dress. And she got her dress. My niece picked yeah, out her dress. And the lads, and yeah. the lads helped her pick out because like purple was her favourite colour. So they got yeah. a purple headband Bandana, and yeah. um, flowers and stuff. Yeah. And... Um, <laughs> I went and got my suits and stuff, and we got, you know, we got our rings, and then um, hey, we got married on Monday, then, and so on. I remember the solicitor uh, rang me, that was dealing with us, like, rang me on Monday morning, and she was like, Dave, I just wanted to wish you good luck today, and I was like, she goes, oh, by the way, you do know that until you get married, you're not legal guardian to your two boys. And I was like, yeah, okay. And she was like, I just want you to know, but you're okay, you'll be fine. Fuck off. And I was like, thanks for that information. I was like, I knew, but thanks. I've never driven into Limerick to save my life, I swear to God. But we went in anyway. We would have, see, we thought we were actually married in the room, right? And we were like, right, we need to be very careful about who we pick, you know? Of course, yeah. And, um, you know, uh, we didn't actually realise we were getting married in the chapel. And we had, we would have invited loads of people, you know? But look, I, I firmly believe who was meant to be there yeah. was there. And like there was a woman came up and she looked like you know songs and stuff. So she walked down the aisle to uh, Brian Adams, you know that everything. And, yeah. You know, I, um, that was her song. Um, she they brought her down the wheelchair, um, and uh, she was adamant she was going to walk wow. up the aisle, and she did. You know, and like I remember, I have a video of like the two of us cuddling up, holding up to each other. Do you know, like, um, not how we 
we're expected to do it, but you know, when we did it, you know, okay. I remember my sister and I before Michelle came out, every time we were testing the music, I fucking bawled. And my sister and I, she was like, would you stop for two fucking man up for two fucking minutes? You don't have to practice it? crying, yeah. eh? Do you know? Because um, just at the back of my head, stunning. at the back of my head, I still knew all of this. I know. Do you know? And um, I know. Michelle was still holding on to hope, you know, that they could do something. Like, um, when we were done then, we went over as far as Unicorn. Um, I was, it was lovely. Yeah. It was a lovely meal, do you know what I mean? And... Um, and was she in good spirits? Oh, she was happy as a pig and shit. She was. She was yeah. really, really happy. Do you know? And, but um, like someone from the Midwestern Cancer Society have 300 quid in behind the bar to help pay for the meeting. Stop. Yeah. Oh, people are beautiful. Do you, know? Do you know that? People people in this world are bastards, but people in this world are when also They're bad, they're bad. When they're good, they're so fucking good. They really are. And it's good because when I went back up to the table and sat down, um, I, I said it, about three people said, fuck, I should have got the steak. <laughs> I remember seeing the pictures and I remember congratulating you and I remember thinking this is them celebrating her getting better because the last time I had spoke to you she had turned the corner yeah and I was like this must be how they want to Mm. finish the journey now for her coming home yeah and because it was in the church I Oh, didn't no, associate yeah, the yeah. hospice or anything and of course I didn't want to be or anything and it was happening so fast like so many people didn't know so many friends and family members didn't know do you know but like of course like, I remember we went back and the, the job the nurses did like you know on the off chance I ain't a nurses from 6B ever listened to this I, I love the bones of all of you they you hear that now nurses from 6B shout out decorated the room for us oh. um, to brought, put out a table with like um non-alcoholic um, champagne, champagne yeah, cards yeah, yeah. and oh. they were quite happy for like even at night time for our friends to call in do you know what lads call and things like was it Lorraine brought her in a bottle of Wicked and all wrapped it up for her Stop. yeah do you know and all the lads called in like so Karen Ike called in Craig and Arn, you know Oliver yeah. you know Pud Barry do you know all Max all of our close friends called in do you know and yeah. they were quite happy to let them you know that's lovely they let, I didn't realise no, that no they were so nice they were, yeah. they were so so nice do you know um, so we were married yeah so we spent our wedding night in the room yeah Um. everybody left lads yeah. took us in for the night uh, yeah Kitty went home Um. we didn't end the bed it was probably the nicest cuddles the two of us had in quite a while um I remember she fell asleep and I just like later on I just looking at her, looking at her you know and um, I kept waking up in the morning I wake, woke up at 5 o'clock and I was like go back to sleep because I knew what was coming the fucking next day because they'd done a scan before she you know before we got married and um, I woke up 8 o'clock I woke up 9 o'clock I woke up at 10 o'clock and there they were you know they come in and you know they told us look it's it's on your liver it's it's very extensive it's they it's, told michelle yeah it's after coming back um very very aggressively um michelle was like how long do you think i've left and they're like we we don't know because it's progressing so fast and michelle was just like oh, was she? oh. oh. that's all she said she just said oh so they mentioned milford and they mentioned, and I would kind of went into, I'm adamant, I want you home, you know? Yeah. And she was like, no, we hoped and we cried. And she was like, well, look, she was, I'm not dead yet. 
Do you know what? She, she did not. Yeah, she was like, I'm not going to yet. She goes, I'm still here. She goes, I'm not going to fuss about it. I'm not going to cry about it. She goes, I'm going to do as much as I can with whatever time I have left. You know? Oh my God. Oh my God. Do you know what? And um, Killian came in, we told him. And. I told him. Did you tell him, Dave? We both did, do you know? Because we always kind of unite in front in that regard, do you know? And, um. there. Do you know, he, uh, Kenny was basically like, oh, okay. And then turned around and busied himself trying to put a HDMI lead into the TV inside the room. So that's when yeah. the walls came up for him, you know? Because yeah. we yeah. had kind of like. That was his call. Yeah, do you know? Because we, we'd been playing video games kind of, you know, the previous few days in the, in the room and he just yeah. wanted to plug in a switch. And so we all stayed there then. Um, that was what, the Tuesday night. So we, we all stayed in the room the Tuesday night, but she was starting to kind of sleep a bit longer. Yeah. Even more tired, you know. Um, myself and Kenny were kind of just hanging out, and you know, the next morning, and I kind of I had a forty-five minute window to get to Saint Camillus's to get the, the marriage license. Right. Okay. So they were moving her to Milford anyway. So okay. I was like, look, I'm gonna go down. I'm gonna get the marriage license. Um. And meet you. I'll meet you there. Right. Um, I ended up getting to Milford probably an hour or two before them. Okay. Poor Kenny was left with Michelle. Okay. They got to the. They got to Milford, they got her comfy anyway, and the uh, the ambulance driver actually pulled me aside and she said, you've got a really good kid there. Yeah. She said he was brilliant. She said yeah, he, he was amazing, you know. Um, so yeah, so Milford were brilliant. Milford were absolutely fucking amazing, you know what I mean? Milford were just like, they said, if you want to go outside at three o'clock in the morning, barefoot in your pyjamas and smoke a fag, fucking do it. Yeah. You know, they were like, we want you... We want this to be as much like home as possible. As possible, of course. <laughs> you know, and how so many was, days did you spend there? Um, we got Milford on the Tuesday. So, uh, she passed on. She passed at twenty three minutes past two on the Saturday. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, say so four days. Four days. Um, Gary Nicky fair play to him and um kept rushing for the week and Craig yeah. Lauren as well fair Tuesday took him for night as well. Um, all the lads were in. Everybody called in to see her. Do you know? Were you remember Joan Ring called in and uh, Ring goes, Come on, Michelle, uh, get up out of that and go for a pint. <laughs> and she opened her eyes and looked at her. Did she? Amy and her sisters came down to see her. And one of the most heartbreaking things I actually saw was Amy by the bedside with her holding her hand. <laughs> do you know? Because like. They were like sisters. They were like sisters, do you know? So wrong. Um, so young. You know, I remember she kept saying, like, I need to pee, I need to pee, and they had a catheter in. Okay. I woke up one morning, I heard the scraping sound, I was like, oh, I was like, oh, look, fuck, it's fine, she was probably just cleaning her in the toilets, and then closed my eyes, and I opened them again, and I was like, where's Michelle? No. She should not have been able to get up and stand. She climbed over the rails on the bed, and went into the jacks, and sat down. And the scraping sound I heard was the catheter actually going behind her. I rang the bell inside and uh, the nurses came in and said, how the fuck should you get in here? I was like, I don't know. Do you know, one of the nurses came in that night and said, I hear Lazarus here went uh, walkies. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, so um, yeah, so I know myself, uh, her cousin Tracy and her cousin Adele and Adele's husband John Paul, we were all there with her uh, when she passed. We were actually sitting around drinking whiskey, having a crack. Was she sleeping? Yeah, she time. went peacefully. She went really, really, really peacefully. It's basically one minute she was there, the next she wasn't. Yeah. Dave. Oh, um, oh man, I fucking, I can't, I, I still don't have the words to describe how it felt 
I, I still don't know, you know. And that's that's totally fucking uh, okay. Like the next few days were just an absolute blur. Yeah. I mean, poor old, like the lads, fair play to him, held on to Oshin for one more night. So I could go home and get really, really, really fucking drunk. Because yeah. I was just kind of... That's what you needed to do. And I was just kind of, I need to blow off some steam. There's no manual when it comes no. to grief. Do you know? And like, there's no way, there's no, this is how you do it. This is yeah. the right way and to do it. And I was just it. like, there's a long, hard few days coming. So I, I need like, to do what I need to do for I days was like, I'm just right now. one night off yeah. to get... Fucking feel sorry for my myself, go into myself, fucking fall apart. You know, and we felt awful then as well because Michelle's um, Auntie Helen and her uncle Matthew were in Australia at the time. And mm-hmm. we weren't trying to keep things from them, but we just didn't know the way things were going. I and eventually why. they found out and they mm-hmm. came home. And Joey you know felt awful, like, you know, because Matthew and Helen were, geez, Michelle loved. Jesus, Dave, one thing like, you'd you never know. have to do is explain yourself to anyone who knows you know, because they you know, know exactly. I broke the my heart you guys when, are. I, when I saw him fucking, you know, like when they called to the house, you know, because they just they were like her, her second mammy and daddy, you know, to, well, like I can't say thanks to like, all my aunties and uncles came out, cousins, and they were all fucking like the army of support was there was something else, you know. Even the tributes, the write ups, the pictures that we've oh, all seen, stop. that we've all shared, <coughs> I mean. You could actually I've never probably seen put a before. book yeah. together of... I have a stack of papers like this high at home. Yeah, isn't that beautiful? You know, and, um, the pride you must feel, Dave, that that was your wife. Oh, yeah. Oh, you got 18 years yeah. with that. Do you know, 18 perfection. years together, but a lifetime of memories. Do you know, because we, yeah. never, we never took things for granted. Like, we always kind of knew. Now, we were living on borrowed time, but just life can be upended yeah. so fucking quickly, yeah. you know. People can go an eternity... Mm-hmm. Without meeting their soulmate, yeah. without knowing oh, yeah. what love is, without getting to have a child, never mind be blessed with two amazing children. Oh no, and it is, and like like in time, like that will definitely like I'll feel that more. But I'm still kind of back to you're grieving. This is four know, months. This like, is four months. I can remember here. someone all kind of said to me, like, "How are you now?" And I, I genuinely, I I never thought it was possible to feel pain. Like that. Like this, and still be able to want. Like what I was getting for a while after was uh, I'd wake up in the morning and my brain would say, It's okay, we still have time. And I'd turn around and she wasn't there. Don't <laughs> like driving in the car and you put your hand out to grab a horse. You're just grabbing dead air, you know, or. Um, little things like that. Like it's the small things, it's, it's, the, it's the little. The it, smell of her. It's, yeah. Her oh, yeah. Do you right. know, it's the most mundane stuff. Like I still, I spray, I still spray her. <laughs> it's gonna sound sad, but I spray her perfume on my. I love. I love and that. I then cry myself to sleep. But do that, Dave, and keep doing that yeah. for as long as you need to. Oh. One of the things that I admire so much about you, and why, I if even if I didn't know you, Dave, and I'd heard this story, I would want you on this podcast because you're sitting here with me you're laughing you're crying you're angry you're sad you're happy and you to me are an inspiration and i fucking hate cliches i wouldn't say that no at all i hate fucking cliches but i'll tell you why you're an inspiration 
you're an inspiration for anyone who has lost a partner or a soulmate, a spouse, whatever. But also, Dave, you don't realize this, but you will someday. You're an inspiration to a lot of men right now because you're wearing your heart in your sleeve. Oh, sure. You're showing your emotion. You're letting it out. You're doing the healthiest and oh, the sure. best hey, look, you I can do with the cards I, you've been I, I, dealt. I couldn't, I couldn't hold it in if I wanted to. And thank know? God for that, Dave. Do you know that? Yeah. I genuinely mean that. Thank I, God I, for no, that. I do think, though, we live in a world now where it's it's a little more acceptable to be like that because I remember one of the lads said it to me. They were like, man, in six months' time, if you still want to cry your eyes out, Cry your fucking eyes out. And if I, I agree. And they're like, if anybody says that, yeah, I'll beat. <laughs> and I fucking agree. And that is it. You, if you, like, time is the healer. We all know mm. this. This pain will never leave oh, you. Oh God. No. But it will. Yeah. It like, will lessen. I kind of. It's not that I was like. Oh, it's not that I was like. Oh, you know, we've we've lost people before because like it, it's like don't get me wrong, losing parents, a child, it's it's gut wrenching, but this is like losing the person here. Plan to spend the rest of your life, you know. Your better half. And, um, oh, by fucking miles, Do you know. But like me and Michelle got to a point in a relationship where we didn't even finish each other's sentences. We were like, "Hey, did you? Yeah, I rang your man. He'll be there at such and such a time." <laughs> Michelle, where's my your headphones? Or we were living in each other's heads. You the know? synchronicity was there. And I, I never expected it to be so fucking visceral, you know. And yeah. like I'm basically having to learn to live again. Yeah. You know, because like. It feels like like one and a half of me is just gone. Gone. And there is one half of you gone. And you've you you've to acknowledge that and grieve that and mourn that. But you're two little men oh, over I'm, there. Listen, I'm so lucky to have them. I you mean, are beyond blessed. Ushin, and they are beyond blessed to have you. Like Oshin's definitely keeping me on the straight and narrow. Oshin's eighteen you, months, if, if, yes. Because yeah, if he wasn't there, I probably would have gone off to deep end because Kenyans at an age where he can kind of look after himself to a certain Whereas you this little thing at home that really needs daddy. At the same time, if the kid wasn't there, I'd be lost without him. For yeah. a kid his age, I'm not joking. Yeah, he's was like, I might, kid. you know, say develop him, but like I'm a parent, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I will be fucked without him. And I mean it. Like, he is a credit to both of you, both you and Michelle. He's like, just... The resilience that kid has, the strength, and, you know... Life has been very hard for him, but I'm sure the bond you and him have as a father. You know, I, I've, I've said it before because Killian, I was like, as, as bad as it feels for me and as she as I feel right now, and like, for all, for all she, like, he'll know of her, but he'll never really like, know her. I was like, yeah. the one person this is the most unfair on is him. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, I got 18 years, but I was like, that kid has had a funeral a year since he was five years old. A funeral a year. And then, like, the icing on the cake is his man. You know, and like I said, and I made, I, I told him time and time again, your mother might have loved me, but you were her most favorite person in the whole world, and he was. And yeah. you know, I want him to know it. And I, like, he's coming to terms with things now, and he's getting upset more now. And like, I again, I tell him it's every day, it's a process. Day, it's a process. I tell him how much I love him every day, and how long. And I'm not just saying it just for the sake of saying it. Of course I'm, you're not. There are times with Oshin recently, I would have been lost without him. I genuinely would have been. You know. A toddler is hard. A toddler is hard at the best of times with two parents <sighs> and joking. the grandparents. 
So, uh, and I'm sure he tests you, and I'm sure he's in the phase where he's oh, happy to hey, kick the shit out of you. Yeah, and he was, we were having a day there not so long ago, and he was screaming at me, and he was kicking me, and he was biting me, and he was throwing his food at me, and I'm like, it's okay, it's okay, come on, we <laughs> each other, who's the best boy, let's do a little dance, let's do the food dance, yeah, you even do the and baby Kinnim, talk, Kinnim, killing me. Killian was there, and he was like, Dad, you look like deserve an award, I can't believe how calm you are right now. I was like, Killian, be dead ass with you, I would throw a chair to a fucking window right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna keep doing this. But I can. And he's yeah. like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "What am I supposed to shout at the toddler?" <laughs> do you know? No, I was frown on that yeah, kind of yeah, thing. I was yeah. like, "Trust me, I'm tempted." But do, do you know, know, in a way, that is probably therapeutic for you too. That because you have to put your game face on. We have to. Yeah. So oh. that is probably. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm not saying it's a mask. I'm not saying anything like that. Because you, you, you're able well, to sit and cry. Just, you're he's, able to do. You see, he's at the forward of years. So if he sees me shouting, roaring, screaming, he that's thinks that's he normal so. behavior. Absolutely. So he's going to replicate yeah. that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, don't get me wrong. I've gone through about four sweeping brushes. Um, yeah. And, like, in the last and you'd while. probably go through another four. And I, I told Peg to Hoover down the hall one day. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. like, you know, <laughs> considering everything, it's not too bad. Yeah. You know, and tell me, how are you as a domestic god? Um, are you getting better better yeah just yeah. still room for improvement but better I've gotten into cooking I never knew I was into cooking before I fucking wow. so me and Michelle had this rule whoever cooks the other one cleans she was a great cook I, I love doing the washing up yeah you know, yeah. so like we never had a, we never had a dish well no she wanted to get a dishwasher but when she worked in Shannon years ago she'd ring me up and the first thing she'd say is will you enter the dishwasher or did you enter the dishwasher or how's my dishwasher? Or tell my dishwasher uh, I look forward to seeing it later. But it's just dishwasher, dishwasher, dishwasher. I yeah. fucking hate dishwashers. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so I, I just happily Wash do the washing up. You, you know? see, there's no dishwasher in my house. Yeah, it's not know? my, so, my um, It kid, stresses me out to yeah, see. Like, I just like no. You can't be house proud with a toddler. You just can't. No, you cannot. You can't. No, you know? and you were, nor should you be. No, do you know nor what I mean? Nor should but you we're, be. We're a house is a home. It's a home. I will say though. And for anybody who stays at home, they'll probably relate to this, is clothes. Fuck clothes. They're a bastard. Fuck washing clothes. Yeah. Fuck people who have lots of clothes. It's just, it's the one Washing clothes job. is my pet peeve. I hate it. I had. I literally, it, I've often come in here and seen baskets, the basket there full of like the clothes dried, yeah. but not folded, whatever. And I've literally just wanted to sit down in the corner and cry. <laughs> I have. That's I, first world problems. Well, I, I, well, I, I look at her and I'm like, where's all this washing coming, coming from? from. I'm, like, I'm like a fucking cartoon character nowadays. I just yeah. wear the same outfit again and again and again. Like, you know, <laughs> if I pass the smell test, it's good. You know. <laughs> pass the smell test. Do you know. But, I love um, that. I love yeah, that. Fucking, yeah, no, we're getting better at it. You know. But... And Dave, every day you'll get better. Yeah. Every day it gets a little bit easier. It is it is a struggle though, do you know, it's because you do have days there where you wake up and you're like, what's the point? You know, and there's one thing like I still can't get over is like there's there's so many people, like there's a couple people in particular, like a, on a level nearly with me with how messed up and still grieving they are, like that's the effect Michelle had on people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean the whole village kept white and pink for one oh, night I for know. like I know. That was amazing. That was just amazing. Yeah, I, I I still have no words. Like I was after having my surgery, so of course I couldn't go. Uh, it was something. Else. I literally wanted to be. I it was. Like, it was yeah. something. Else. And you know, like we. Can I think give, we need to go ping for Michelle again. Yeah, for sure. We I make think an we thing, You know. Yeah. And like we gave her the send off that she would have wanted. She would have yeah. fucking loved it. Yeah, like, she would have. 
And I think she might have finally accepted that, yeah, she is fucking loved. Oh, man. Yeah. That she must be doing something right because... There was one thing that really, 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 really hit me. And I I, I still, I'm still so blown away by it was uh, when the service was over. Yeah. And they were playing Parting Glass, which is kind of, it was played at my mum's funeral, her dad's and her mum's as well. It's kind of fucking tradition at this point. Yeah. I remember stepping inside the church and I was so lucky that I had a big strong lad helping me hold because I probably would have dropped her. Yeah. Uh, all of her friends did a guard of honour. Oh. I'm not joking. Even just... Looking at that. Just conjuring up the image in my head now is just... Yeah. I, I can't say thanks enough to them. Like, it would, she would have loved it. And I'm not joking. The line of people on either side is stretched nearly from the front of the fucking church. I was first to fuck that. You know, like I miss her every day. I mean, she's my best friend in the whole world. I love that you said that. Because she was, she, she wasn't just my miss. She wasn't just my partner. She wasn't just like the person I sleep, sleep, sleep like beside at night. Like she, Jane Wayne was my best friend in the whole world. And did anyone who knew you could fucking see that so clearly? Yeah, like she was so young to take abuse. <laughs> She was like she could take it and she could fucking dish it back out. Just oh, she was well. well able to dish, yeah, well able to dish. She was well able to throw an insult. I think my, I absolutely am obsessed with small but mighty. Yeah. I think I'm going to use that forever more mm. talking about her, and I'm calling it. I I I had said that at during the course of this we we come up with something together, and I was going to leave it to you. But the minute you said that, I mean, that literally personifies... No, it was. That was Michelle Big Small yeah. and Mighty. Do you yeah. know? Like, I remember I took off the... We put her down with the, her bouquet that she had and her mum's wedding ring. Mm. Um, and the tie that I wore the day we got married. Yeah. Do you know? And there's loads of bits and bobs my team with her as well. Do you know? That would be with her forever. Yeah. But she's with you forever. You know that. Oh, 100%. I mean... Yeah. I have got so many pictures, so many videos. Yeah. Our generation is very lucky that we have that. Thank God. Do you, know, you know, people do give out about <coughs> this generation and that people yeah. take pictures too much and this, that and the other. And I am definitely very guilty of it. But I'm fucking no, glad I am. No, you should do it. You definitely don't. For anybody listening, yeah. if you're planning on that and you keep putting it off, just do it. And yeah. take pictures of the most mundane stuff that you do because that's the shit you miss the most when it's gone. Yeah. Take a big video of yourself and your partner telling each other you love each other or giving each other a kiss or yeah. even just holding hands because when that's gone, yeah, that's gone. That's gone. You will not believe how long, what you long for, like, you know? We've talked here tonight so much about Michelle and how strong she was and how incredible she was. But I just kind of want to end this on a, a little note to you, Dave, and that's how strong and amazing you are. Cool. I'm, you know what, I'm, and this is going to sound fucking corny. I'm just a guy, a yeah, girl. Well, listen, the, the host is talking now, so <laughs> you're just going to have to park that for a minute. I don't know many people, male or female, that could actually go through what both of you went through together and what you've had to go through alone. And the fact that you've, uh, me and you talking even over the last few days, we've laughed, yeah. we've cried. 
We've had some very inappropriate jokes. Yeah. You gotta love them inappropriate I jokes. I love jokes. it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I I'm just so proud of you, Dave. I'm so proud of the dad you are, I'm so proud of the friend you are, I'm so proud of the husband you are. I think you gotta give yourself a pat on the back and go, Do you know what? Look, I'm, I'm fucking doing it. I mean, look, I'm probably my toughest critic and if I mean honest with you, it's yeah. it's look, it's it really it's this simple for me is I promised Michelle I was going to take care of those two boys to the best mm-hmm. of my ability, and in my world, failure isn't an option. Yeah, well, I know. It's not even on the cards. Knowing you, I know that's never mind your world, it's not in you. Sure, and like, I mean, with the amount of support we have behind us, how, yeah. how could we not? Like, and I you always will have that. I, I couldn't. I mean, from all of our friends or all of our family. Everyone has been there. I I know yeah. I know it sounds like one of these again cliche things. I know, say, and we say but this. I'd last, but you know, I lost, but I'd be lost every last one of you. I would. You're you're all just amazing. But like that's all. the point. I, and again, like we keep talking about these cliches, and I'm saying this shit to you. But like again, people listening, this is a chap sitting in my fucking kitchen. Who is it? Thirty five tomorrow or thirty six? Thirty six. Should I you catch up? Me, thank God. Um, 36 and all this you you think you'd read in a magazine yeah you know (laughs) and this is someone who lives across the road from me and this is his real life this is a fucking ordinary guy who has lived an extraordinary life in such a short time of your life so far it's kind of gone from you know less episode of Father Ted to episode of EastEnders well, we'll try and get it back to a bit of yeah. Father Ted. We will. We will, because we're going to do our best to look after you and I, those boys, I because so. we couldn't um, have Michelle saying and bad about us, because like we said, she's small but mighty. <laughs> Dave, thanks so much for coming on Thank tonight. you so much for letting me burn the ear off you for so long. You didn't burn the ear off me. I, I'm absolutely so happy that I got to have you on and let you be heard i think a lot of people there's unfortunately a lot of people in your position not only yeah. in ireland but in the world there are you wouldn't believe how many people young widows and widowers yeah. there are you know and i think scary. your story will resonate with them a lot i hope it does i really and hope normalize the fuck out of every feeling yeah. that you feel no if you're gonna feel you know, shit feel shit if, you know? absolutely and if you're gonna laugh laugh, laugh and not feel laugh, guilty cry cry do what you, know? you need to yeah. do and that's why you need to keep doing yeah. what you're doing. I look even before all this. Yeah. There's nothing better than a good cry. Oh, fuck yeah. Do you know? Love it. Wash the face. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. So, no. No, cool. Thanks Dave, so much. you're incredible. And those two boys are so lucky to have you. They really are. And Michelle couldn't have left them in better hands. So, thank you thank so, you much, so much, much for tonight. Oh, honestly, God. Folks, that is the end of this extra long episode <laughs> that only could have been dedicated to my wonderful friend, Michelle. I really hope you enjoyed it as much as I did chatting with Dave. He really is one fucking awesome dude. So I will leave you as I always do with my little saying just to be you. Keep being wonderfully weird and lads, be kind. Take care, folks. <laughs>